0: what's going on Knicks fans i'm applauding because you know what the show that everybody's been waiting for is back
1: (laughs) yo most definitely yeah
0: man (laughs) this is the nick of time show we're giving that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. But you know what? There's also your favorite show within the show, and that is the J. In our show? Or the J G g show? Could you call it Ryan G? Yeah, I mean, either G&G way. Show?
1: Either way, the people out there understand what show it is. Yes, if you
0: if you are <laughs> an avid listener, you already know the Scorpio Takeover is in effect.
1: Most definitely. Edson
0: is not here.
1: Kathy, not here either.
0: Kathy, she's still on Black World vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no, miss. Ooh-ooh, none of that. Nope. It's just me.
1: And Jay, Ryan G. And Ryan G <laughs>
0: in the building. So, yes. clap it up for the Scorpio team. And, you know, we earned it, man, because we, we, we busted Leo's ass mm-hmm. in the All-Star uh, game.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So, I'm- we... Yeah, the yeah the, the L lingers. Yeah, the L still lingers. It yes. stings. It stings
0: a little bit. You know, that's what we do, Scorpios. We sting. So <laughs> they they're they're home. They're whimpering. They're licking their wounds. They, they try to come back and recover, but you know it was too much for them. Yeah, the the pressure is too much. <laughs> yeah, so we, we we taking that. We 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 taking that W, and we won the show. Pretty Most much, <laughs> <laughs> we won. We won the show. Exactly. it <laughs> was for fun. No, he's playing for the show, and we won. Yup. <laughs>
1: playing for keeps around here. Keeper keeps around here. Yup. Keeps around here. And
0: Edson, when you're listening to this, when you're editing this, oh, wait, actually, Kathy's gonna be listening. Oh this. yeah,
1: Kathy's gonna be the one editing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah Kathy's gonna be, hey Kathy, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you come back next week, please.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, J and G. Gene j Show. In effect, and if you were listening to us last week, we had a really good episode, informative episode talking about March Madness, breaking down all of the players that we think could be available.
1: Most definitely.
0: Even if it's a l- slight stretch, we didn't go for the really, really long shots, but we try to think about different scenarios mm-hmm. that would cause us to pick different players, such as Colin Sexton. Yes. Uh, a point guard who is really, really, really poised. Point guard kind of reminds you of the Aaron Fox a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he, he, it or, is more than just the hair. It is more than just the hair, man. Not even just the hair. <laughs> it's 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 the wisdom within the hair. It's the fight. I feel like I don't know the the skinny dudes with the Dragon Ball Z hair. <laughs> 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 they have a lot of heart, man. I feel like they set themselves up for the beginning. He's like, you know, I'm gonna have Dragon Ball Z here. I know I'm gonna get a lot of, sh- of, I'm gonna get a lot of growing up because of my Dragon Ball Z here. So I feel like I have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And they prepared themselves on the court. So this this dude, he plays well. He plays pretty good on both ends of the court. Gets you three, more of a pull up three point shooter, not mm-hmm. a standstill three point shooter. Yeah. But what I really like about him is his ability to draw fouls, and his poise especially you know when players try to trap him and mm-hmm. especially you know this team is not doing it's not it's only him on the team
1: yeah pretty much he pretty much runs that team and um Avery Johnson pretty much puts the um onus on him to really carry the team he accounts for most of the offense right. and he, and you know he does his thing
0: right so that's one of the guys you talked about even though you know we might not pick up a point guard but we also talked about some other guys like Miles Bridges.
1: Dude from Michigan State.
0: Yeah, yeah I know amongst the Knicks lands, we talked about Miles versus McCall. I might have started to lean a little more towards Miles. I'm not sure. It's, it's, uh, it's a, yeah. a toss-up right now. Yeah, how do you feel about Miles?
1: Again, Miles is an athletic, you know, wingman, of course. And you can you slot slide him, in, slide him, uh, slide him in at the three. Yeah. Basically, um, he has a pretty good jumper. He's yeah. a very athletic. He can jump out the gym. Out the gym. And and, and I mean his defense is on and off at times. That's pr- probably the one main knock against him. Mm-hmm. If if you if you if you want to call it a knock, but yeah. you know. Overall, he's a pretty good prospect, and you know, and uh, and the you know everybody Knicks land knows that Boy, the Knicks need help at the wing. Definitely. So he would be uh, like a someone that you could draft. He would fit in like immediately. You could slide him into that three, and you know, go from there.
0: Right, and he can guard a little bit of. Power. He's strong enough to guard some power forwards, mm-hmm. and um, you know what? His 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 screen, his pick and roll defense isn't that good, which is the thing that scares me because I don't want a team of people who don't know how to guard a pick and roll but it's it's one of those things where if we have a a coach later that maybe it can help with things like that it might help and but what what I really like about miles is he can he seems to be able to take advantage of mismatches something that to be an elite n v a player sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be able to do you have to be able to like oh there's a bigger man on me i'm gonna take him take him because he's too too
1: too slow too
0: slow and for him. He was able to take care of uh, all these smaller guys that are on him. He's able to take him t- down to the hole and, and kind of score on them at will. mm mm-hmm. um, Before he was eliminated. You know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had, he had to um, endure that second-round exit against Syracuse.
2: Right.
0: But you know what? We still have some... He He's out. We talked about him. We talked a little about Trey Young, which mm-hmm. we'll might get. we we'll get into a little bit later.
1: Yeah, point guard talk.
0: It's going to more point guard talk to analyze. Um... But we know what we had some people left. Um, we talked about Kevin Knox.
1: Most definitely Kentucky.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know. I w- I know. I had. I was calling him uh Lance Thomas. He's not exactly Lance Thomas. No, that's not what I'm re- <laughs> like. When I listen back to the episode, I'm mad. I didn't clarify what I meant. <laughs> I was yeah, not calling was, him Lance
1: Thomas. That was kind of obvious. If he's like Lance Thomas, I don't want him on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Yo. <laughs>
0: I what I'm really saying is his 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 ball handling mm-hmm. is like. Lance, where it's not let me not gonna get a lot of ball handling from him. Yeah. He's like drive left, drive right. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little more nimble than Lance Thomas. Um, he, he's automatic. It seems like he, he has a pretty good fifteen footer, mm-hmm. and he's really good at finishing around the rim. Very agile.
1: Yeah, he can shoot the three as well. Yeah, so um, that's my
0: and he actually had a pretty good. Did you catch the game this year? This week from Kevin Knox?
1: Yeah, um, Kentucky played, um, Kansas State in the Sweet 16 where they got knocked out. Knocked Knox out. had a pretty decent game, 13 points, 8 rebounds, which, you know, okay. he, he, he had a pretty decent showing.
0: Okay, alright.
1: Yeah, you know, um, the probably the main play for Kentucky in that game was, um, Gilgis and, um... P.J. Washington, I like. I really, enjoy, I really like the way P.J. Washington played in that game. He was a monster in that game. Eighteen points, fifteen rebounds. Okay. Yeah, but obviously Kevin Knox is the talent on Kentucky. He's the guy that you know most scouts are looking forward to. You know, being picked in possibly the top ten.
0: Definitely, most definitely, and I definitely read somewhere that the Knicks are looking at small forwards. Uh, Jeff came out this week and said that you know most of the successful teams actually have a lot of guys who are around the six eight range and mm-hmm. he felt like the Knicks should prioritize looking at a small forward. And I've also read that the Knicks do have their eye on Mikal, Miles and Kevin Knox in yes. particular.
1: Yes, so, and if and if I have to choose between those three, like if I had to rank them, Kevin Knox would be third on that list. I would prefer either Mikal or Miles over him. Almost definitely. Yeah, but you know the draft is tricky because sometimes you see, sometimes you see players playing college, and you're like, "Yo, this guy's really nice," and he doesn't really pan out in the NBA. But yeah. then, but then that one guy you look at, but then that one guy you look at in college, and you're like, "You know what? I'm not too convinced about him." And then when he comes to the NBA, he starts balling. He you're starts like, the ball. Yeah. yeah, you're like, "Damn!" <laughs>
0: that one dribble move that he pulls off in college, is, he's, he's executing the NBA, and he's able to do that move efficiently without exerting a lot of energy, and still playing pretty mm-hmm. good. On-ball defense, which Kevin Knox, the knock on him. Or not the knock on him, but what they say about him is he plays pretty good on-ball defense, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. not so much off-ball defense.
1: Yeah, you got to watch the ball and watch your man. And unfortunately for him, he watches his man and not the ball. Exactly. <laughs> At the same damn time, like yeah. 2 says.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you got to do everything the same damn time. Yeah, I got it now. You can't do one or the other. Which for brings real. us to Mikal.
1: Yes, yes, Macau Bridges. Well, if y'all been watching the tournament, he had two games this weekend, and Villanova's in the final four, so we get to see more of him next week.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Let's, 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 let's clap it up. Yes, clap it up for that accomplishment.
1: Exactly. And Miles Bridges. Um, I watched the game against West Virginia, and I enjoyed his performance in that game. He's on Macau. Yes, Macau. Yes, he. Um, he had a quiet sixteen points and six rebounds. Which you know to get sixteen points quietly is still an accomplishment because if people is because if you're watching the game and a guy you don't really notice a guy like that but he gets you sixteen points like that, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean he was overshadowed in that game by Brunson because as as y'all know, if you watch West Virginia play, West Virginia likes to full likes to play full press. Yeah, Brunson is a beast. Exactly, like they like to press you up and down the court, you know. Like there's like no let up with the way West Virginia presses you, and Brunson was able to break that press of West Virginia constantly and kill them. Mm-hmm. And also Spellman on Villanova was pretty nice too in that game. I think he had eighteen points, eight rebounds. He was uh, he was like he was live in that game. Like he was, <laughs> he, was he was he was blocking shots. Dunking on people. All right, all right. Boom, shooting three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, Miles Bridges didn't. I mean, Mikhail Bridges McHale. Didn't, yeah, didn't really need to do much in that game because his teammates really stepped up. But, you know, he had a pretty decent game 16 points, six rebounds. I think he shot three or five from three.
0: Yes, he did. Three of five
1: from three. Yeah, so, you know. Good, you know, bigger, nah, bigger McHallen in that game. Not nah,
0: bad. And He's supposed to be a de- like a pretty good defensive team. Might I add.
1: Yeah, West Virginia's a pretty good defensive team, and Villanova dropped ninety on them. So. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's, that's
0: one of the things. One of the things you look for you, sometimes. You when people are scoring well, you want to see how they score mm-hmm. versus a certain competition. Like, um, you know, the Knicks. Um, Knicks beat the Bulls this week, but you know, the Bulls didn't have like uh three of the top players in. In, in the squad, so you're not really holding that game in high regard. Like, oh my gosh, the they killed it because yeah, I mean, exactly. they did what they are supposed to do. Yeah, and you know what? So when you beat a good team in in a, that type of playoff atmosphere, is mm-hmm. it, and you, you you show up and you get your 16 points and pretty good from three, mm-hmm. you got yeah, tip your hat off to that to that team and the way they executed. So yeah,
1: exactly. And then the second game against Texas Tech. A little doo-doo. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit doodle. I mean, yeah, you know, but but then again, but then again, it's like it's not even it's not even the fact that Macau Bridges was doing doodle. Like the whole team yeah, was doodle that was a, game. It was a team poop. <laughs> <session>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a big old team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, fortunately for Villanova, they know how to play defense and they were able to pull through regardless in that game. Right. Yeah, what did Mikhail I mean, what did Mikau Bridges have? He had, like, 12 points, yes. five rebounds, I think.
0: Yeah, 12 points and five rebounds. Not a good um, shooting percentage, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Three from 10. But um, what he did do well was he got to the line and and he hit his free throws. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you can't, you know, get your shots, get into the line and getting those points is just as good, even though it kind of messes up your percentage. But you can't end up winning the game
1: that way. Yeah. I think maybe the only knock I have against McHale Bridges in this whole tournament is that, like, he hasn't really had a breakout game like that. Like, I think he had a breakout game, like, earlier, Early, yeah, man. You know, early in the tournament, but, like, you know, against, like, the bigger teams, you know, like, the better teams, like, West Virginia, Texas Tech, like, he hasn't really, like, you know, put his foot on a game, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man, I know what you mean. Yeah, like that's like the only that's that's the only knock I really have against Mikhail Bridges, but I mean that's not really a huge knock. He's a, he's still a great two way player. He's,
0: he's, he's steady.
1: Yeah, you know and what I
0: mean. I wish yo. that's why I really I wish Miles didn't lose so early, yo.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It I been. wish Miles
0: didn't lose because I feel like um, Miles has that um, I'm going to force the issue thing. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. In my mind what I've seen of him anyway, I don't think he's gonna have that many just like, you know, okay games, just fifteen mm-hmm. points five. Like I feel like he's gonna bust out a twenty or two. Just yeah. because he's like, We need this. I'm taking over. Give me the ball. I'm posting this small man up. We'll yeah. what, like <laughs> like uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he has that. Yeah. But I mean a lot I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows right now? Um that's 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 how I feel. Mm-hmm. This, this is maybe why I'm edging Miles over
1: Macau. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because of that. I, f- I feel like when I see him, he has that. Mm-hmm. But I would not be mad if we got Macau at all.
1: I wouldn't be mad either, but Miles Bridges definitely got that I'm going to stomp on your throat mentality. Yes. Because I think in the first game of the tournament, he had like 29, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, he definitely has that, you know, I'm-a-step-on-your-thumb mentality. You know, it's just like the game against Syracuse. Syracuse is a good defensive team, and everybody knows, too, Syracuse played that wicked 2-3 zone where it's, like, yeah, man. It's, yeah, you know, it's really hard to score. But you know what? The ghost of Mello
0: was... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the ghost of Melo was guarding him, but yeah. I don't think the ghost nah. of Mello was him. <laughs> but, 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 but you know what? Matter,
1: but, but you know what? That, that's what's good about the 2-3 two, hey, zone wait, wait, because... <laughs>
0: Sh- Shots fired at the middle. Of my bad. Yeah,
1: but, but you see, it's the good thing about the two-three zone, though. It masks your defensive inefficiencies. So it's like, hey, if you're not a great defender, you hear that horn. Of sa- hey, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yo, how bad? Yo, would that be like? Would
0: that be frowned upon? Would that be embarrassing if the Knicks just started playing zone? It would be embarrassing. No,
1: no, no. Nobody plays zone in the NBA. Which is why I'm not concerned. Oh, which is why I'm not man. concerned about Miles. Because you know what? No zone has played in the NBA, so, you, so he'll be all right. Exactly. <laughs> they ain't gonna beat you that way. Exactly. They're gonna
0: beat you. They're gonna beat you with pure athleticism and double teams and
1: stuff like that. Yeah, most most definitely. But you got
0: athleticism. You can you can beat that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. But, but
0: oh, what about my guy Wendell
1: though? Oh, Wendell Carter. Yeah, man. Well, with Wendell, I mean, well, first of all, let me send out my condolences to Duke. They lost to Kansas earlier today.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Yes, sorry, sorry, Duke. Wendell Carter, he did have a good game in the Sweet 16 matchup against Syracuse. That same Syracuse team that messed up Michigan State. Mm-hmm. He had, um, I think, 14 points, 12 rebounds. For? Against Syracuse, Sweet 16. Sy- oh,
0: yeah, Syracuse, yes. He had 14 points. Yeah. He had 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. He also had a block and a steal.
1: And you see, Wendell Carter basically did what he had to do because when you, again, you, again, when you play against the zone, there's no blocking out. Right. So he did what he had to do. He grabbed boards. He took advantage and took advantage of those seams, man. It's easy mm-hmm. to get positioned when you're playing in a zone
0: like that. So he took advantage of
1: that. Yeah, exactly. And then in that game, Duke penetrated the middle of the zone, and then when you know you're in the middle of the zone, that leaves open that alley oop to the big man. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so Carter definitely capitalized on that a few times also. Word, word. word. I like
0: yeah. I like Carter's game, man. And and, and he's projected, I mean, in the draft boards I've seen him at, he's projected to go before Miles mm-hmm. and Macau. Yeah. Probably someone I've seen, the most I've seen is around that six seven range is what I've mm-hmm. really been seeing. So I don't think we'll, I don't know if we'll really be able to get him.
1: I don't know because I checked CBS's, um... Recent mock draft,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: ha- and they actually have the Knicks picking them at nine right now. It's, yo, the
0: yo, if you if I, I don't know if you guys are like us and y'all looking at all these drafts, draft uh, uh sim um simulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like this year in particular, they've been so all over the place. Yeah, it's just, It just lets you know how tight all the talent is right now, man. It can yeah. really, you, you really don't know, but I, um. I mean, here's the thing, y'all like I said last week, I'm still gonna be keeping my eye on him based off of um based off of, you know what, we have a Kylo Quinn situation where we don't know where he's gonna resign. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we'll be able to resign him for cheap because you know what, um, he's a really good big man who probably won't cost us that much, but can still give us some blocks. Yeah. And be very serviceable and actually in a weird way, I feel like we can actually if we run an offense through Kyle, mm hmm. In the wood, I feel like he he can average like five assists. If we like, if we use that, I mean, I I, I would, I would a David uh, Lee ish type of
3: role.
1: I mean, I I mean, I wouldn't run an offense through Kyle, but I think Kyle within like the flow of play, he can get like five assists and and you know and do and do things where it's like he can help the ball movement and you know get and, and you know pick players when they go off back cuts and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, and when I say run an offense, I don't mean like, I don't mean. I don't mean like he's gonna run point. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was kind of, I mean. yeah. Because
1: I was like, uh, I, I don't know that's if Kyle Quinn mean. got skills like that. It's not but. like, uh, <laughs> like, all right, all
0: right. Burke grows to Kyle and Burke runs in the corner and then yeah. Kyle, and That's not what I mean. I mean like you know how like the Bulls had Noah for a, a, a minute and he mm-hmm. was averaging like five points. Yeah, it's kind of like almost a little bit of the triangle stuff where he's just kind of operating from that pinch post a lot mm-hmm. more and able to hit cutters and.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Like,
0: yeah. Joe Kino was able to do it. I feel like David Lee was able to do it. Yeah, his last year or two here, he was able to get a lot of eight or nine assist games. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kyle Quinn, if used in that role, yeah, could he, be
1: able to do that. Yeah, he got that skill set to do so. But yeah, not that we would do that, but
0: hey, eh, it's an option. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. If coaches, if the coach, you know, decides to go that way. But,
1: yeah, if, and if Kyle Quinn is back next season anyway, because we don't know that right now. We don't know right now. Yeah,
0: and I also just like the, the thought of having Window next to. I love Cancer. I, mm-hmm. I, I love, I'm hashtag Cantor. but it would be really dope to have somebody who can post up and play defense. Mm-hmm. And Window seems like he might be able to do
1: that. Well, I mean, for example, if we if we do draft Window Carter anyway, um. I mean, the way the Knicks are set up right now, that's if Hornacek stays because the question is out if Hornacek will be back next season. But if he does stay, like, he already he already has a habit of, like, not playing cancer late in games. And, like, if you bring in somebody like a Wendell Carter or somebody like that to play next to KP, that gives it that extra defensive presence and extra agility on the defensive end where, yeah. you know, he'll be, I guess, a, a bit more effective late in the games when you need somebody to make stops and then, you know, you have KP and then you have Wendell quarterback back there who can both block shots, you know, that gives you a double threat where it's like you're not getting into the paint.
0: Right, exactly. So, I mean, I like... Cause, hmm, I mean, we'll get second round. Maybe we get some... We got so many second round picks. We can get back to yeah. that later. Ryan was telling me some things, some gems that could be in the second round.
1: Yeah, so yeah, So, you yeah. can really
0: flip it if you really want to flip it.
1: Yeah, true. And
0: think about it. Like, yo, you know, and get Wendell, you know, move cancer off the bench. Mm-hmm. Where you can just punish... Cause no one can handle, Census can't handle cancer when he's starting.
3: Nah.
0: <laughs> What's gonna happen if you he like? He's coming off the like against sh-
1: that second unit. What?
0: <laughs> Come on, man, that's not even fair. Yes, that, that's <laughs> That's barbecue chicken. That's barbecue chicken all day, and then we we, we, we have an audition for these small forwards. Troy Williams is, is balling out. Mm-hmm. Um, not balling out, but he's he he's finding his way. Yeah, he's he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's
1: been a contributor.
0: He's finding his way. Uh, um, and I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I'm just I'm spitballing. Yeah, I'm just spitballing out there in YouTube land, and uh, and, and uh, Dash Radio land, and our own personal uh, SoundCloud land. What's up, y'all? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spitballing. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could be a possibility.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think now I'm going to go into the special mentions plays that I haven't mentioned um last week. Mm-hmm. Um. I watched a few games um like for example, the Nevada and Loyola Chicago game, and there was a guy, Twin Brothers, on Nevada, but the one that really stood out to me was Kalen Martin, and right now I think um nBA draft analysis, they have him um projected to be, I think around second round pick mm-hmm. and he's like a six seven wing. OK, but they had him playing point guard against um, Loyola Chicago, having him trying to lock down the opposing team's point guard.
0: That's pretty good. That means he's he's mobile enough to, yeah. s- to switch on to the. That's, yeah.
1: yeah. And the dude's like six, seven, like a legit six, seven. And okay. he's a, and he can really score the rock. Like I was really impressed with his game.
0: That's what's up. So we what do you think you feel like he's going to go?
1: Well, they said he's projecting the second round, but like I, saw, I watched the dude play, and I thought, like, I, and I was saying to myself, like, yo, he looks like an NBA player.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a possibility, and though I know our priorities is, is a small forward, I'm just mm-hmm. spitballing ideas. Mm-hmm. I know everyone has the heart side of McCall or Miles or yeah, whoever. exactly. Michael Porter Jr. If he, if, if uh, he's people just like, oh, he's too injured, mm-hmm. uh, and too much of a risk. I'd rather go over McCall.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, Matt, hey, if. If that's the case of Michael Porter Jr., Knicks better draft him. That's all I'm saying. Like if he, <laughs> like like if teams skipping on him, like because they're scared of that back. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, take the risk, man. Yeah, I'm gonna, the-
0: coach, though, I'm gonna need a coach though. I'm gonna need a coach for that, man. I'm gonna yeah. need a coach to help. I'm need a coach to help him develop defensively.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I really do. I see he has a foot speed to actually, you know, check some people who are who are smaller than him. But, I, but he's 6'10". He needs to be able to body some of these big dudes coming to the hole and mm-hmm. be like a, a real big man for real, for real.
1: Yeah. But
0: that's, that's, that's besides the case, but I'm with you on that
1: one. Yeah, and I was just thinking with this guy, um, Caleb Martin, I was like, you know, if the Knicks do decide to go the point guard route, say, for example, for their um, pick in the first round, mm-hmm. you know, the second round, they might they might come back for a wing. He's an option in the second round if he's available at that time. Okay. You know, so I'm like, you know, I think... I think um, Nick's fans should definitely keep an eye out for him. I like the way he played against Loyola Chicago. They lost the game, but he definitely showed out in that game.
0: And that, I guess, and that, that's the case. We're really thinking about what point guard are we packaging to send somewhere else to get like another piece that we need. Yeah. Albeit like a, a wing or athletic uh, forward center or something, mm-hmm. which always seems very hard to get Yeah, in this league. Athletic forward centers, unless they're like free agents mm-hmm. or something's wrong with them. Like uh, injury history or, or attitude problem,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> athletics people like they guard, they the NBA teams hoard athletic power forwards and centers, and they they yeah this is always like a high mm-hmm. price tag for those guys. Yeah, <laughs> so, most definitely. So yeah,
1: uh, we'll we'll see if that ever really 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 happens. Yeah, and also um, there's a few players on Kansas I like to mention too. But the only thing is that like, their guards um, Newman and um, and Devonte Graham. Mm-hmm. I like the way they play, but my only thing is that, and Newman for example, and just to mention Newman, he dropped thirty two on Duke. Oof. And he had a and he had a very impressive game. And when you drop thirty two on a team like Duke, yeah, that's man. an that's an eye opener right there. Yeah, that's
0: definitely an eye opener. That's and that's the game where when my my guy Wendell Carter didn't really play well. Yeah. But um, I think because he got in foul trouble, he only played twenty two yeah. minutes that and, game. And
1: and, and and he got fouled out on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So
0: twenty two minutes is probably two rebounds. Mm-hmm. He, he never really got in the flow. But yeah, go ahead about Newman.
1: Yeah, and my thing about Newman is like I like the way how he's able to like. Read defenses mm. because in Duke, I like Duke plays like a 2 3, 3 2 hybrid type of zone, right? And you know that that corner three is like a weakness in the zone. So, oftentimes, the game like at least I like a good three times. Like, I've seen him read the defense, mm-hmm. run baseline, right. So he could get open in the corner for three, and they, and they just found him, and then he just shot the three off the move okay. and was knocking it in.
0: All right, all right. See, in the NBA though ain't going to fly. Ain't going to be no zone. Yeah, exactly. going to be no zone. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, I like, you know, that you can run to that corner three, turn around and shoot it on mm-hmm. a dime. Uh, I'm not saying you, Steph Curry. Uh, just, so yeah. calm down, yeah. Calm down, guys. I'm not saying you, Steph Curry, but I've seen Steph Curry do that effectively, mm-hmm. and it, it works out really well for him. So if he has that skill set, mm-hmm. that's that that'll be that'll be nice. That could probably that it's in itself could probably translate into the NBA. Yeah. So to be able to kind of shoot on the move on, in, in corner three pointers like that, especially because you know those three pointers are usually what's open.
1: Yeah. And also he's a he's also athletic too. Like I like that about him too. Like he's not just a guy that can just shoot the rock. Like he's athletic. He has All some right. yeah, he has some handle to him too.
0: Okay, Troy Williams, call him for yeah. your spot. <laughs> Come for your spot, Troy. <laughs> yeah, but the
1: the thing with him is like he's not really great at like distributing the ball. And he's mm. like six three, which means if he comes oh, to the yeah, NBA yeah. he's gonna probably be a point, point guard. guard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's and that's the that's the thing about him. Like basically, he's like a Malik Monk clone, if you think about it.
0: Ah, uh, see, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and in my deep, and in my opinion, he plays he plays better defense than Malik Monk.
0: Okay, but Malik, it's well, it's funny because Malik when Malik Monk was in uh, college, he was said to be have, to play pretty decent defense.
1: I haven't seen it in the pros. Never haven't see, <laughs> seen it in the pros. This is why you get no bird right now. Yeah, man. exactly, yo. Yeah, no
0: bird. Shout out to my guy in my free, That was that was their pick.
1: that was their pick, Malik Monk. Thank God we ain't pick him. Yeah. <laughs> that play, boy. Woo. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um but yeah, like I see him as an intriguing prospect. But the only thing is that if the Knicks are to draft a guard, mm-hmm. I would prefer that they do it high because want yeah. I, because I want it to be a transcendent guard. You know, a and, guard that, you know, you, you plug him into lineup, and you know, like, yeah, the Knicks are going places with this guy you, immediately. You, you
0: know you know what, Ryan? I'm, like, perfect timing for that. That's their statement.
1: Transcended mm-hmm. guard. Yeah.
0: Because we talked about Trey Young early. I mentioned his name, but we really didn't talk about him. Mm-hmm. And it's because I really wanted to talk about him right now when we're talking about uh, Stephen A. Smith.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yes. Now, if you heard, um, Stephen A. Smith was went on a little rant on his show, um, and he talked about uh, Trey Young. He went into death about how he he looked at the brother, he saw his, the people' concerns, mm-hmm. and that he actually did some research. Uh, he looked at all his games, and he realized, you know what? He's pretty good. He kind of reminds him of Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. He's able to finish when he goes to the hole sometimes. Um, he can shoot the three. He has a really good court vision. Mm-hmm but he feels like he might need help developing in the NBA and he felt like there's a certain coach, yep, that can pull that greatness out of him. And I mean it's, it's a pretty good I mean it's a pretty good take from Stephen A Smith. Yeah, it's a
1: pretty good point.
0: Yeah, it's pretty I, I I'm not going to lie. It's a pretty good point. I'm still not any less scared. <laughs> I'm not going I'm not uh, but I'm gonna tell you. If you're living on a rock, you already know where I'm, where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. He said, Stephen A. Smith said that the Knicks should fire Jeff Hornacek first of all. Which you know, I, I'm I
1: and and I know and, and,
0: I'm upsetting a lot of Knicks fans by saying that. No, I'm a sarcasm.
1: Uh, I <laughs> Matter of fact, let's make it more specific. Stephen A. said Jeff Hornacek should be fired the day after the season is over. <laughs> 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 Damn y'all!
0: No love, None. <laughs> The day not not two days. Nope. The no. day
1: after the season's over, You should be fired. <laughs> no seventh
0: day, you know, God rest on the no. Nah, you can't help him. Okay, well, all right. Nah, no love. <laughs> so, well, I mean, Jeff has done some some pretty some pretty uh, head scratchy things this season. I was actually defending Jeff for m- most of the season. I really got tired of him. Funny, you think about it, you think I would get tired of him during the actual, like, losing part mm-hmm. for an All-Star break? I actually got tired of him after All-Star break, which is yeah. interesting. But I'll get into that later. All right. But yeah, so, um, Stephen A. Smith says, we have to hire Mark Jackson to draft Trey Young,
2: mm-hmm. who can
0: then turn Trey Young into, into the next Steph Curry. Well, we hope. <laughs> we hope. Ryan. Yes. How do you feel about that team?
1: It's actually a pretty good point when I think about it because I don't know if y'all were listening to an early episode when I was really discussing Trey Young, mm-hmm. but like I said that you know sometimes his decision maker was questionable and you know at Oklahoma, right? But I thought that it was because of the teammates around him. You know, like. He didn't have great teammates around him, so I thought a lot of times he felt like he had to force the issue. Yeah. Which caused him to make bad decisions at times. And I feel like maybe if you put him in a system where he has better players around him, maybe that'll take away some of the, you know, some of the edge like, you know, I gotta force the issue.
0: So you think the Knicks have better players around
1: well, let's not. Let, well, 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 let's let, let's not. Well, let's not jump to that because <laughs> you, 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 know, you know the Knicks need some help, but at least Trey Young got KP. Yes. he got Tim Hardaway Jr. You know he got play. He got players that are you know capable of scoring the ball and making good decisions. Even though Tim Hardaway's decision making is crazy at times, also, but right. But you know players that can actually you know produce and you can depend on to get you points. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I have, I feel you. I just, I'm just, I'm, I hate players. We need somebody to develop. We really need somebody who can develop a defensive mindset on this team, man. Mm-hmm. I really dis I despise players who don't seem like they try on defense. Defense mm-hmm. fan. I don't like players like that at all. Which yeah. is why I was even like Dennis Smith Jr. Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was also keeping taking into account that Jeff Hornacek doesn't teach defense. Yeah, and he's not hard on people. Don't play defense. Actually, mm-hmm. it's I've actually seen a change in Jeff. I don't know if that's a. I don't know. I don't know. It Might be too little, too late. Mm-hmm. But I've actually seen maybe a change in philosophy this week. I'll get into that later on. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm am just weary. I'm very weary of him not holding Trey accountable because he can make nice passes. Mm-hmm. And like if and I'm very weary of. Uh, I'm just envisioning both Tim Hardway Jr. and Trey Young throwing up th- three pointers from half court <laughs> <laughs> with twenty three seconds left. I'm just, I can't, I, can't, I can't, that's, that's, that's my vision. That's my vision. It is it's like I need somebody to rail him in and at some point and teach them how to play some defense. hmm And I, you know what and you know what too, I'm not you know what too, I'm not I'm not like other people who are saying that Trey Young is gonna be a bust. Mm-hmm. Cause it, I see there's some really good things that he does. Yeah. I'm. I just. I'm just scared. I'm scared.
1: But but you see, I think this is why Stephen they said they got to hire Mark Jackson because if you bring in Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson is not going to take no BS on the defensive end. You you yeah. you you have to play defense. You have to play defense, man. And we, you have to remember too, like. When Steph Curry was come out of college, he wasn't known as a defender. No, he, all those are great points. Yeah, exactly. But then when, but then when Mark Jackson got a hold of Steph Curry in the NBA, he improved. He helped Steph Curry improve his defense and I turn him into a defen, and turn him into a decent defender.
0: Uh, that's true, and that that can very well be. The all the other thing I, I I you have to think about too is you know when people started putting the pressure on Trey Young. Um, once his name was out there, he started to falter a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you start to think when the, when that NBA pressure hits, when all you have all these crazy point guards who can, first of all, point guard positions one hardest division. Yeah, defending the NBA. So you so have it, no, it, it's the hardest. <laughs> yes, you see what they do in a Moody.
1: Yeah, you
0: see, you see what's happening to this guy. He's not in the mood to defend at all. But Jeff put him in the mood today because he 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 put he put mood on the bench. Yeah, have your mood on your bench. Yeah. And, but, but anyway, it, that plus these certain NBA guards who are gonna really pressure you, and you, mm-hmm. I'm like. I could just see Pat- Patrick Beverly like trying to go at him <laughs> In my mind. Was that right? I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I don't I don't know. Like my concerns about Trey Young aren't as aren't as um bad because Trey Young got handled too. It's not even like no, he does have a handle. You know, it's not even like oh his handle is bad and then you know if he goes up against a point guard like Patrick Beverly is going to pressure him a whole lot. He's going to lose the ball. Like he'll 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 retain possession of the ball. My whole thing with Trey Young is like. And then another thing, too, at Oklahoma, nobody plays defense. Yeah. So that's another thing, too. Like, it seems like the coach of Oklahoma doesn't hold his players accountable on defense either. So, you know, they just did just trying to run up the score. And you can't just run up the score against any team because some teams will lock you down on the defensive end.
0: Most most definitely. And that's. uh, It's like, you know what it
1: is, too? It's like, is
0: Steph Curry an
1: anomaly? Yeah, that's another thing, too, because Steph Curry, I mean, he's possibly the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Yeah, so. he's
0: insanely accurate. Yeah. And he's he's coming in, and he's switching the whole mindset of the whole NBA. And I don't even know if you've been to a park lately,
1: mm-hmm. but... Oh, yeah, we got to shooting yo, if i half court, yo. No. <laughs> like, earning a
0: routine, so... This could be, I don't know if this is like the tip of the iceberg of this new generation of kids who's just coming in shooting threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have this guy. I mean, you already know LaMelo was coming in kind of doing the oh, same yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, LaMelo, yeah. So, we might be, maybe we're getting that first crop of that. It or, could be. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll be able to get something like that later who can actually play some defense. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I would like to see Trey Young with a coach that actually holds you accountable on defense. Yeah, you know that's where that's you know that's what I want to see because, as I said, like I watch Oklahoma play, nobody on that team really plays defense for the most part. Yeah, you know, so I mean, because I mean, I think Oklahoma gives up like eighty points a game, which is very high in in college basketball. Yeah, because they don't.
0: Yeah, they don't. But you know what, too, I I I like to me, Colin Sexton to me mm -hmm. is a safer pick, and I know he's not gonna disappoint me.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you already know he's gonna he's gonna really like give you. Energy on both sides of the ball. Can I
0: can I get Mark Jackson with Colin Sexton? Can I do that? Is that fine?
1: Yeah, that's fine. That would actually be I very mean, interesting. i
0: was just
1: I mean, can you imagine Sexton and Frank in the backcourt locking down locking opposing it teams? Down def- what? Oh, opposing teams' point guards and, and you, shooting guards.
0: And you know what? I
1: and this brings me to another point
0: about the point guard situation. Mm-hmm. Because listen, man, listen, Colin Sexton is dope.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he can be a good guard to pick up, but we can. What we can also do is we can, we can um draft a Sexton and flip him for somebody else too. We can maybe we can flip him for a small forward that we need. Um, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really looked at the teams, the top ten, top twelve range, but maybe they have a small forward that we can pick up for a Sexton. Maybe can get us a, a small forward and a piece too. If we already have, if we're looking
1: we have because you know what? I feel- uh, so like, are you thinking about like? Drafted Sexton and then like trading him for like another team who picked a small forward and like get like compensation in return like P- extra compensation possibly
0: like trading down for like maybe like Miles and a and the second rounder mm-hmm. or I, I don't I feel like those those type of trades are kind of like um a little trickier though because you don't know when Miles is gonna be picked
3: mm-hmm.
1: but but I. I... I think I think with those like I think they I think they call teams and discuss like I think they kind of like let each other know like you know what you know we want to pick this player and this and that and maybe another team is like you know what we don't want to pick that player so you know you can slide in here and right. get that player you know.
0: I wonder if you get, I wonder if you can get an extra asset because you know if you because you know what Mudier. I don't think we're going to get much from, for Moutier the way he's playing. I don't know how, like, no. I feel like we, if we just try to trade Moutier, mm-hmm. we're going to get, like, a second rounder probably. Right yeah, now. probably, the yeah. The way he's playing, right? So, we so, and in my eyes, I want to keep Frank, because at least I know he can do one thing for sure well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Moutier, um, I know he's pretty good at passing. Like, outlet passes are pretty good. Mm-hmm. But everything else is, like, shaky ground for me. Yeah. Like, some, his defense has been bad. Mm-hmm. His mid-range is good some days bad other days
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm just like I don't know what I'm gonna get from him but he's shown flashes
1: where you can put it all together Your flashes but the thing is, is like the Knicks don't need flashes Like the Knicks need a point guard that's going to show consistent growth you know what I mean which brings me to something that I feel like a lot of Knicks fans might be overlooking right now
0: uh, the other Trey man the Trey on the other side of the track is Trey Burke man or Trey Burke like what is what is stopping Trey Burke from being that next dude who can? Because if you look at what Trey is doing right now, he's shooting around fifty percent as a point guard.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's in that. I don't know. I don't think that should be overlooked, even considering he's only six one. Mm-hmm. He's shooting over 50% as a point guard. For guys, people who don't know, when you're shooting in the 50% range, mm-hmm. those are the numbers that big men shoot, like cancer and uh, 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 just big men. Back to the basket, man, they shoot that high percentage because, you know, if they're close.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They're close to the basket. They can't really miss that much usually unless they just really suck. Yeah, <laughs> And then they shoot maybe in the low 40s or, or unless they are shooting more mid-range to three-pointers and then mm-hmm. their percentage will dip. Uh, just just to give some audience context, big men typically kind of shoot, the big men who are good typically mm-hmm. kind of shoot around the 48, 49, 50% range, right? Yeah. Guards who are who shoot pretty well usually hover around...
1: I'd say like a good 40, 45. Yeah, about 45%. Yeah, yeah.
0: 45, that's when you're like, okay, he's a good guard. Yeah. Good, really good guard.
1: If you're a guard and you're shooting 50%, Yeah, I mean, yeah, you nice. Nice. Yeah.
0: And considering, too, not only
1: is he short, right?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: He's getting to the hole at will. Mm Mm-hmm. But not only that, a lot of his shots are on jumpers, mid-range. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we over here, like, okay, maybe we really have something that we should consider long-term, more than a year.
1: I mean, I do consider Trey Burke as a guard that I would keep on the team. But I don't know. To me, at least, I see him as a more sixth man, it's like tr- like you bring him off the bench mm-hmm. and he'll get you buckets like immediately. Like I see him more as that type of player. I'm not convinced yet that he's a starting point guard. Like I would, I would like I, I still would rather get another point guard that I think will help bring the Knicks to the next level. Cause like with me, it's like Trey Burke is good off the pick and roll. Right. He does drive to the basket at will. Right. He does finish at the rim. Right. He can shoot the ball really well. Right. But it's just that the whole running of the offense, I just don't. I'm not fully convinced about how good he is at running and teams' offense.
0: You know what? He has first start today. I feel like he did. I get. Back. I'll get into Trey Burke a little later. But um, you know, I can touch on it now. He, had, I felt like he had some games where he had like eight assists, seven assists, and he did pretty well. It was straight off a of pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Um. You know what the knock on him was that people felt like he was a shooting guard at a point guard's party. Yeah. And he went to the G League to kind of develop a point guard more of a point guard mentality. And I feel like he's taking a step. Yeah, and I mean, it, I
1: mean he's he's definitely improved like from his previous NBA seasons. Like he's definitely improved. Like right. I'm, not, I'm not taking that away from Trey Burke. You know, I just I just maybe i need to, maybe i need to see more maybe i need to see more of him i just need to see more f- more from a running and offense type of point guard more, Right. you know like i just need to see more of that that's why that's why right now i have him as like a sixth man you just bring him off the bench and you know you he's going to get you like buckets immediately you
0: know what i, I think i've seen i you know what to you know what else too i've knocked him because well first of all i felt like jeff didn't give him a fair shot at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He started off getting 18 points in that Phoenix game. Then he really couldn't get any minutes. I didn't understand that.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, understand it but either. But then
0: what happened was a few weeks ago, he had he had three really bad games in a row. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, dude, maybe I over, maybe I overshot him. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, he was injured. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, injuries will do that to injuries you. Injuries will have you
0: do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, he had like a, a bad wrist or something. Yeah. So I'm just like, Oh, he was injured. Mm-hmm. Well, then phew, that, that flipped my whole judgment of his performance. Like, okay, anybody can play bad if they're injured. Yeah. So, but then since he's since then, I don't. Know, I'm. I think I'm convinced. I think that's what it is. It's just me personally. I'm mm-hmm. convinced. Uh, he's played well this game. Last couple of games, he's played well. He's run the offense. Um, Beasley. Beasley has been um. A few weeks ago, Beasley was complaining that he wasn't getting the ball enough, mm-hmm. and I think I was talking about how I'm not sure if Beasley and Burke can coexist together because they both seem like they kind of need the ball, Yeah, but I kind of felt like they're figuring that out. Beasley is getting his touches, uh, he's playing more mm-hmm. well defense, mm-hmm. and Burke is not just straight pick and rolling one person and then taking all the shots. I yeah. mean today he shot a lot of shots. I'm going mm-hmm. to He did. But I feel like he's finding that balance between you know I'm picking it rolling mm-hmm. or or I'm going to give the ball to Beasley in his spot right here in in the in the, in the post yeah. where he likes to be and cook. So I mm-hmm. feel like he's I think he's just learning the team better and he I feel like he's mm-hmm. picking his spot. So you know what? I'm my thoughts on Trey Burke has gone higher since the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, as I said, Trey Burke good point guard. I like the way he's been playing for the Knicks. I just need to see more from a running the team standpoint for, for me. For me For me to really be convinced and be like, you know what, he should be the Knicks starting point guard.
0: At least for now, I mean, at least for now I can see that. Because mm-hmm. my whole thing was I really want, I really envisioned that big point guard who can stop anybody at the, at the tip. Mm-hmm. So, that's really why I was just like I don't know about Trey, and that's really what it was for me. Yeah, it's kind of messed up because I was, I was going on his height, and I'm a short guy, so I kind of <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm rooting against my own peoples. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like damn, bro. But that's how I felt. I'm like I really was like I want okay, Frank. I want you to step up so mm-hmm. you can actually start checking these point guards from the grip because I feel like you could be a beast. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that was my whole thing.
1: Yeah, and the thing with Frank, too, is, like, at least for me, like, I'm I'm beginning to see him as a two guard down the line. Like, I, I see him as, like, that guy that, okay, to start a game, mm-hmm. you have him at the two, and you have somebody at the point that can run the team better. And then right. at t- and then at maybe at times throughout the game, like when you rest your point guard, you might move Frank to the one. and yeah. then, and, then, and then bringing someone off the bench to play the two.
0: Well, Jeff is starting to do that. Yeah. Jeff is actually starting to do that. But um, I'm not going to give up hope yet mm-hmm. that he can't be a one i'm going to give him a couple of seasons and maybe another coach is going to actually try to do something with that yeah but um i think cuz like i said what i what i've seen out of nilakina so far is he can pass yeah really well um what i've seen out of him recently is his aggressiveness has going up in that two-board two-guard spot um and then I feel like in a game this week, Jeff moved him to the one bench Moody and I actually seen Frank be a little bit aggressive in that one in that one spot. I feel like mm-hmm. he's getting it now. Yeah. I um I feel like the feel of, I think I think being around Burke and Moudie, guys who like to penetrate mm-hmm. and make things happen has kind of uh, opened his eyes a bit, and maybe even the coaching staff uh, getting on him. But he's, he's been a little bit more aggressive. And I, I've seen him starting to apply that two-guard aggressiveness mm-hmm. to that one spot. So, yeah. granted, it's not perfect yet, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what it was? I seen, I seen Frank Chuck for the first time. <laughs> and I was and I, I brought a I brought a dad smile to my face. It's like ah, oh, Frank's chucking at the one that's not. It was like cause cause that's
1: what he should have done at the All Star game. Exactly, right? get in your bag, Frank Word. man. Feel like, feel like get in your bag, man.
0: Yes. <laughs> but yeah, yo, I feel like Frank. Mm-hmm. I
1: haven't lost. I haven't lost it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't lost hope in him. But I, it's just that at least the way I envision it in the future. Like, I see him as, like, a two guard, and, like, you can bring in somebody at the point, Mm -hmm. and then it gives you, like, two guys on the court that can handle the ball and be playmakers, and they can feed off of each other. And I feel like and I feel like if Frank plays with somebody that can also set him up for some shots here and there, like, to me, like, he seems like he'll be a guy that he'll be a knockdown shooter, too. No, most definitely. You know, later, later in his career. Oh, hell yeah. So if he plays with a point guard that can, you know, set him up sometimes, I think that'll help him out also. And then I then as I said, like you have to, if you have two playmakers on the court, that gives the defense an extra worry because it's like, damn, you know, I have to watch out for this player, because he can create off the dribble, but then also gotta watch out for this player too can also who can also create off the dribble. It gives the defense yo, more problems. I, yo, I
0: totally I understand what you're saying. I do I get it. But you know
1: what it is? I want that
0: The end game, right? Mm-hmm. The end game for me is Frank at the one. I don't know if KP will ever get there, mm-hmm. but Frank at the one and KP at the five. Because in my mind, I feel like those two positions, once those positions are set defensively, you can be able to kind of cause havoc. Because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of teams' problems start at the one and the mm-hmm. five. Or yeah. one and four, one and five is when people's problems really start when it comes to pick and roll defense in general. Yeah. So if you can stop it at the head. Mm-hmm. And Frank is already in the top of the league, number one in the league, in p- p- uh, pick and roll d- uh, defense differential. Yeah, I,
1: I just want to cut you off right there, right quick. Whoever made that stat, I want to know whose man's is this, because honestly, like, how did you come up with that stat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is it? Does the point guard score when when Frank is playing pick and roll?
1: Yeah, like... How, like how do like what do they do like how do they even come up with that like i really want to know, I don't know yo i no.
0: i think if they figure <laughs> out who's who's pick, who's playing point is it that man i think that's what it is it's like does the man you're guarding score off the pick and roll mm-hmm. i think that's what really, really really is so if i'm guarding you how many times when i'm guarding the pick and roll is my man score
3: all
1: right
0: i think that's that's what really was saying
3: mhm
0: and um, so like, so I'm like, if you can have two guys, the one if I were good at guarding that play, it's the most used play in the NBA. Yeah, that'd be for good money. That's why I really want him to be, be able to get that one spot. So, because a lot of people's, a lot because a lot, there's a lot of elite point guards who are attacking mm-hmm. and causing havoc straight off of that one play. Yeah. So, ah, uh. and you know what too? I'm like, it's cool to have Mooney to give Frank. You know. Some, some 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 relief, but I'm not saying I'm giving I'm um, I'm all out on Moody yet because I still mm-hmm. see that he said he, he has flashes to get better. Yeah, but I'm not all in either. Like if he ends up yeah, if he I'm ends not, up being traded, I'm, I'm
1: I'm not gonna feel any way about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, point blank period. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean to be honest about it, I'm like if the Knicks do draft a point guard and we have to trade somebody, I'm thinking moody It would have to be Moody. Everybody's
0: thinking moody Yeah,
1: because I mean. El Presidente, like as much as people want El Presidente, God, I can't see El Presidente Yo, going anywhere. I forgot he was here, <laughs> bro. Damn, I, you know, oh, I keep forgetting El Presidente.
0: Yeah.
3: Yo,
0: El, I... El Presidente needs to be shoot, man. He's a. <laughs> if El Presidente had a jump shot, he would be Frank. He'd be like a bulkier Frank Lakina, man.
1: Yeah, and I mean like, and, and I mean like El Presidente, like. He shows actual effort, you know what I mean, yeah. like especially on the defensive end. He, so,
0: he messes some things up. He always seems like when, no, when all else fails, I feel like sometimes he was our best perimeter defender. Yes,
1: so I mean, like I, him and
0: Frank was kind of battling for that.
1: Yeah, so it's like I can't, I can't see the Knicks giving up on on El Presidente yet. And then you know Trey Burke is playing his way into the lineup. You can't, you can't really trade Trey Burke nope, right now. You gotta nope, keep him.
0: And nope.
1: Yeah, and then you know, obviously Frank is our lottery pick from last season. I mean, at least give Frank until the end of his rookie contract. Yes. So that that leaves Moodyer to me as the odd man out. If we if we actually go the route of drafting a point guard.
0: Right, but it's interesting to see what Scott how Scott Perry sees him. Is, does he see him as like a long term? I know he's not going because Moodyer really hasn't had the shot.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, he
0: had a shot the first year, but this this year he hasn't really done much because he's. he's, he's his his man his job got taken from him.
1: Yeah, by um Gary Harris in Denver.
0: Yeah, he's only been playing 10, 15 minutes a game.
1: Yeah, and I, and I mean um people out there, if you've seen Gary Harris play, you know why? you yeah exactly yeah, you, you not, exactly know why. you know why his job got why? taken yo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have did
0: the same thing like uh I know you hit first bro but uh. He's, he's the first original Mr. Steal Your Minutes. Oh yeah, true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before Trey Perk got yeah, into the picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Before Trey got into the man, his, if his name was Trey, he we'd be singing that for him. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause I mean, not only did that not only did he steal his minutes, he stole his minutes permanently. Like, yeah. yo, I'm the starting he point guard now.
0: He, he stole his minutes and bought him a ticket. Word. <laughs> <pretty>. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm <man. laughs> But yeah, I don't even know if you should really be getting the point guard. To be honest with you, I guess mm-hmm. Trey. That's my Trey Burke. Trey Burke emerging to me. I don't know. People. I feel like as good as he is, it's still people call, might be sleeping on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Maybe yeah. it could be something. A little Iverson. A little. Yeah, little Trey Io.
1: I, I mean, my mind might change on him. You know, as I see him play. You know, he got a few games left this season, so you know, I'm gonna try to watch him closely and see what he shows me. But, you know, as of right now, like, I do want the Knicks to keep him, but I just I just see him as that point guard off the bench that can, you know, really like put up points quickly for the Knicks. That's I, how I see him right now. You know,
0: we can get into the coaching thing too, because mm-hmm. I know we're talking about the point guard thing a lot for for a while. But yeah. um Mark Jackson.
1: Oh yes. Mark
0: Jackson, I know we we are Knicks fans in general. Mm-hmm. Want Mark Jackson.
1: One of our own. New York. Born and bred,
0: born and bred, he has that attitude. He has that pedigree. He has that New York point guard flair. Where he's like, it's a mm-hmm. little bit fancy, yes. you know. And he has the grit. He's going to instill that defensive mentality in our squad. He saw what he did with Golden State. He mm-hmm. groomed them. Listen, next fans. Listen. Give that man. T- if if this happens, give this man three years.
1: Honestly, give this man I,
2: three years, man. Honestly,
1: I think Knicks fans will give him three years, honestly, because I, Mark Jackson, because it's, it's like a special case. It's like one of those special cases where it's like, you know what? He's one of our own. We see what he did in Golden State and look at how Golden State is now. I think Knicks fans will be like, you know what? We, we love this guy. You know, let's give him the time to really m- mature this team and make them better. You know, I, I hope so. <laughs> this is New York, man.
0: This is New York. You you know. After that first week, you're trash.
1: Yo, that's, that's, but... how,
0: that's, that's, how we, that's how we roll, man. Oh, well, yeah,
1: we... yeah, but at the same time, though, can you remember the Knicks ever hiring a coach that actually has a special connection to New York like that, though? No. That's, I what, mean... that's why I think he's a special case.
0: He might be. He, oh, he, maybe he is the golden child. Who knows? It, 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 it could happen. I'm just. A, I've lived here my li- whole life, so I'm a skeptic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a sca- I see how fast people turn
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, that is true about I see New how York. Fact,
0: Frank is already trash. <laughs> And this is not me saying Frank is trash.
1: It's just, yeah, so this is Knicks fans saying he's Knicks trash. Knicks fans
0: saying he's trash. Because <laughs> I stay, stay defending the guy.
1: <laughs> Matter of fact, that reminds me, Stephen A. Smith, you need to get off of Frank Nilakina's back, man. What's wrong with you, man? Always disrespect to Frank Nilakina. man. You
0: exactly, man. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of that, bro. I'm and tired. and like and
1: like yo, even even Max was saying how Frank is a decent player. Like you know, he's not that bad of a player. And and uh, and Stephen A. was like, oh please, and this and oh, that. Oh my god. Hey, yo, Stephen A, yo, chill, man. This is
0: the fact that Stephen A is co-signing Trey Young scares me. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just I'm just keeping it all the way up what I, I but, mean, but
1: but I mean he co-signed Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. is performing at I mean, um at we'll, Dallas. We'll so see, I mean we'll see, we'll see.
0: <laughs> it's funny. You know what is funny too? Because the Dennis is funny because if Dennis Smith Jr. was in New
1: York, mm-hmm. he would get killed. He would get killed. I need to hear the reasoning about this. I, I don't think he'd be. I don't think he'd be killed in New York. He'd get killed. In what way? Because he's performing in Dallas. He's
0: performing in what's Dallas? What's Dallas' record?
1: Well, I mean, Do- I mean, Mark Cuban came out and said that he told the team to to tank is the best way to go.
0: The, from the beginning of the season, though.
1: I don't know for the beginning exactly. of the season, but <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a new development, bro. That's not the whole the whole time.
0: Yo, if, if Dennis, Smith, yo, I, yo Nick, I love you guys and us, but Knicks would yeah, you have been like, yo, Dennis Smith Jr., Dennis Smith Jr. be dropping 20, 30 points a game. He's like, but he's
1: not winning his games though. <laughs> that's, that's am I lying? I'm lying. It, it's true, but at the same time, we can't really, we can't really like project like how the Knicks would do if KP and Dennis Smith Jr. was to be together, like. It's hard, to, it's hard to predict how I that would tell go. You, I already
0: told you he was going to have them looking at the defensive rating, mm-hmm. defensive numbers, and pick and roll, and realize he's nowhere
1: on that top ten. He's <laughs> <like> close. <laughs> and he's like, and, well, he's scoring
0: well, but all the point guards are blowing right by us.
1: And then, then Frank would be in Dallas, locking down other points exactly. of point guards. <laughs> this is who
0: we should have picked. We should have picked him or Donovan Mitchell. <laughs>
1: well, Donovan Mitchell could definitely make an argument for. You an argument yeah, for. That man is balling. Yeah, that man is balling.
0: I'm not, yo. I do not say anything about Donovan Mitchell. I don't.
1: Yeah, that man is balling. I
0: don't say nothing.
1: Potential rookie of the year, right there.
0: Exactly. I'm just saying. My whole, y'all can kill me if you want, but. If we draft drafted Dennis Smith Jr., you you guys who are in love with Dennis Smith Jr. now will be, will be crapping on him. I guarantee it. That is the
1: New York... That is the way. That is the New York way. <laughs> <laughs> not offensively, though. Defensively, maybe. But not offensively. Not, yeah, defensively. <laughs> I tell you, if, you it, if you're looking at...
0: I'm just saying, if you liked Derrick Rose mm-hmm. when he was here... All the people who liked Derrick Rose when he was here would like Dennis Smith Jr. All the people who didn't like Derrick Rose mm-hmm. when he was here... All ten percentage would not, probably would not like Dennis Smith Jr. Because to me those two were like.
1: Uh, are are you saying Dennis Smith Jr. is like a um bootleg Derrick Rose? Wait 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 but 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 not but but not but, but, not, but, not, but not today's Derrick Rose like back then Derrick Rose like I'm, MVP Derrick Rose. I'm just this
0: is bad. <laughs> he reminds me a little. I mean, some some things are transferable. I'm just saying.
1: Oh oh wait wait, wait wait let me ask this question cuz let me make sure because if he reminds you of M- MVP Derrick Rose I'm saying MVP Derrick Oh so you so you so say today Derrick Rose
0: Yeah I I mean <laughs> come on I mean he's not very he's not I mean who knows what, who who knows what Dennis Smith Jr is going to be right he can yeah. get he could get better just like Frank can get better Uh-huh That's very he maybe he might turn out to be like uh, a transcendent point guard who can score and that that's very possible for Desmond Jr Mm-hmm. I just know for this team, our defense was so, so
1: bad. Yeah, last season was terrible, especially def- especially defending opposing point guards.
0: Bottom of the league bad. I, was just yeah. like, I just wanted somebody on this team who was going to change that. And no matter if he was good or bad, he was going to be good in that one thing at least.
1: Mm-hmm. And, Ooh, which Frank definitely is.
0: And I feel like we would be out in the point guard position. There's so many point guards. We mm-hmm. find something. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But Mark Jackson, though, Mark Jackson comes with a stigma. Like, uh, you know what? Um, there's some people who believe that he th- he's will do a great job.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like Jared Jack. But there's some people who believe like uh, uh, Joe Lacob, a Warriors owner owner who said he did a great job, mm-hmm. but he couldn't get along with others. In the organization, interesting, you cannot have two hundred people in the organization not really like you. Damn, it was that many. I mean, you, you <laughs> know how people are when they start to, you know, it's like black flags. You know what I'm saying? You make yeah. up a number, you exaggerate mm-hmm. to make your point. I kind of feel like that's who, that's what it, it, yeah. it was. Probably wasn't two hundred people. Yeah, probably a good amount where you get everybody yeah. pissed off. And ah. when we talk about culture building, and mm-hmm. da, 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 you gotta kind of be mindful about how a person interacts with other people. Mm -hmm. And Scott Perry has been so big on creating the right culture. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's looking at Mark Jackson like that, if that's the, Mm -hmm. if that's the, you know, that's, that's the word out on him.
1: My whole thing is, okay, I understand he may not have gotten along with everybody within the Golden State Warriors organization. But if I was a but if I was a GM looking to hire a coach, my thing is how does how does he get along with the players? And from what I've seen, Steph Curry talked highly about him. Most definitely. Draymond Green talked highly about him. Most definitely. So it seemed like he may he may not have gotten along with people within the organization, but he got along with the players at least. I- and the players and the players played for him. So.
0: Yo, man. I. I get it. I get it. You want that rapport with the players, man. You want that rapport with the players. And you want them to be able to trust you and actually have the players actually play for you. Because sometimes when you're looking at um, the Knicks, particularly now, you know what? They're picking it up right now. Mm -hmm. Defensively, I, I will say, with the exception of the Miami game. Mm-hmm. I'm just throw that out there. They, I ain't get well. I Miami game was atrocious. Yeah, it was. But it
1: was trash. <laughs> in
0: general, I would say around the Philly game last week or so, they've been playing more consistent defense in general. Yeah, it, it seems like they're trying to play for the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the case the whole season. In December, January, February, I was, yeah. I'm not sure.
1: I mean, I, rea- I I already know two players who was a player for Jeff Horn a
0: um,
1: you
2: gonna,
1: gonna tell us the names, or you gonna act like a <laughs> chatty batty and, just... and and there's a reason why those two players aren't with the team anymore. My man, my main man, Willie. Oh uh, yeah, he was. He definitely wasn't playing for Jeff. No,
0: no, definitely was not.
1: And Kim Noah, who cursed out the coach, and forced the coach, and made the coach push him, and now he's exiled from the he team. He made the
0: coach. You
2: sound like <laughs> <the> an abuser.
1: <laughs> he
0: made me shoot him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, there's definitely something there, cause I mean, hey. I mean, Jeff Hornacek to me doesn't seem like a very te- temper um temperamental guy. So I mean,
0: now Jeff Jeff gets it and Jeff gets, gets in people's faces.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I I just don't see him doing it for no reason. You know, Joakim, you know, he had to have said something though.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> like, you know, he, he's like, you need, he's like, I don't care how hard you work or how many stairs you do, you ain't never gonna play. And, then and he's, he's like,
2: what?
1: Exactly, it, Jeff, that's it, it, exactly what it is. Like. Exactly, yo. But at the end of the day, I still blame Jeff on that. But you know, it is what it is.
0: It is, it is what it is. But I, I'm just saying, temper expectations because even though it seems like the perfect scenario, mm-hmm. it might not happen because of that situation. Because you know what, uh, Scott Perry does emphasize culture. But what about, listen, man, Fizzdale.
1: Mm-hmm. oh fizz
0: well the fizz man listen this is also a good he also has a really good rapport with players mm-hmm. um when he got fired a lot of people seemed to upset about it mm-hmm. um i was reading something that said that you know players really go to bat for him and they like that he's able to motivate people to do certain things
1: i mean i could definitely see that with the grizzlies um last season like because i think i felt last season when he was coaching the grizzlies like he was coaching them above their, you know, he had them punching above their weight, you know, and had them, and I had them, you know, making the playoffs and all that. Um, And I know that f- during Fizz's time in um, Miami, you know, like LeBron James and those dudes, they talk about him highly as well. Exactly. So I mean, if you have if you have LeBron James talking yeah, about you, man. you know, talking about you well, and, and that man as is a like, coach? exactly, like, <laughs> and, 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 and seeing how LeBron disrespect coaches left and right. Everybody, yo, <laughs> man, caused
0: Tyrone Luda to re- damn near retire in the middle of the season. Man.
1: Exactly. Yo, I, I mean, yo, man. I mean, I don't want to uh, joke
0: about that because it seems like yeah. health stuff was happening.
1: Yeah, but
0: it's like, yo, what?
1: But I mean, did you? I mean, did you see that clip where LeBron was barking on Tyrone like yeah, if, like if Tyrone was his child? Yeah. <laughs> And it looked like
0: Sharon was a little scared. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like a Yeah, because like, yeah, LeBron was barking at him and Tyron Lu just looked the other way was, like, yeah. yeah, he was Th- like, nah. That's, that's what it
0: was. It was, like, you saw the, you saw the, it was like the fear in the heart, yo. It was yeah. Like, he didn't look LeBron in the eyes and say, he like looked away at the scoreboard. And yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> man, what you going to have to say like that, LeBron? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I felt, yo. I yeah. like, damn, man.
1: Yeah, so to me, with Fizz is like, if Fizz can get the respect of guys like LeBron James, then that definitely speaks to him as not only a coach but as a man.
0: Exactly, and you hear <laughs> stories about that. You heard, I heard stories about how cool he was, how relatable he is. How he came to practice in like a Wu Tang, a Wu Tang shirt and jeans. Oh, and uh, like my <laughs> coach, man. My coach is down with the Wu Tang. Oh man, and he's so young. I heard, I was, I was reading a story about how he was giving like a speech. So the uh, he was saying that uh, you know what treat this game like you're down two three in the playoffs and, was, and they were just playing the, they were just playing the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. like why who has to treat the Brooklyn Nets like you're playing in the playoffs? Nobody yeah. and, and yes that was a shot because everybody knows I don't like the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn paint Jobs I'm sorry I, exactly I, I, they, I messed up the name the,
1: the Nets can take all this disrespect all <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
0: the blueprint of success. Blueprint yeah. to success is trade all your draft picks away, and help build LeBron's team.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, what was that move the Nets did again? Where they traded away all their draft picks to the Celtics for old ass Paul Pierce and Kevin oh, Garnett. Old man, old man Garnett, and old
0: man Paul oh, Pierce. Oh man, that was that was great GMing there, guy. Yeah, very,
1: <laughs> very great GM. And those guys couldn't get you past the second round. Nope.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, it is that, what it that is. That Russian GM thought he was doing something too. Uh, he for... really thought, I'm going to win the championship in three years. Uh, Twenty-seven yeah. years later. All right. <laughs> 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 Only okay. Knicks fans can talk trash while we're losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lose them more than us. So. Exactly. Yeah. Wait a longer than us. Whatever. Word. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun with Jeremy Lin. Yeah. yeah guys. Alright. Anyway. My the trash talk session is over. Yeah. yeah, We need to do like a, a group podcast with a Nets uh, podcast where we just talk trash
1: back and forth. back and forth. Yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> that needs to happen.
0: That needs uh, that absolutely needs to happen. That would yeah. be fun if, the, if, but, they, but,
1: we, but we need to find a really fun Brooklyn Nets podcast to do that yeah, with. Though, man, it can't, it can't be no serious Brooklyn Nets podcast.
0: That's the hard part because I don't yeah. know if anybody's as silly as us. Yeah, it's true <laughs> that too. So we got of silly. I be listening to mad Podcast. They'd be like, "Then the stats are." Our... Twenty seven. I was like, okay. Alright, with some jokes though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like you born as hell. Like, yeah, like come yeah, on. man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, what, what was I talking about? With so I mean Fizdell has that has that uh that reputation as well with the players and reports, I and mean, maybe we can have mm-hmm. that too. And also he has that defensive
1: Yeah, that defensive mindset
0: mindset. And it seems like from what I'm hearing from the players, he also he has that ability to motivate. Mm-hmm. And I've also read that he does things like bringing people to to talk to you. And he also coaches not only basketball, but he also coaches mindset.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is a testament to why the Grizzlies are probably doing so well for so long. True that. So, I don't know. That might that might be my little bit in for Fizdale if, you
1: know, Mark is off the table. hmm Yeah, nah, and, you know, if the Knicks do hire Fizdale, would it be against it? I'd be all for it, too, so... You know, Knicks. You know, if y'all listening, either Mark Jackson or Fizdale, yeah. either or. Yeah, Mark would be the story. The the, the 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 fairy tale. Yeah, the fairy tale story. Like, you want to write a book? Yeah, Mark Jackson, born and
0: bred New York guy, takes New York from obscurity to victory in a championship within three to five years. That's yeah. like that's the story. That's the headline. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Matter of fact, if if we hire Mark Jackson as a coach, like how when Mello came, you you hear that song, "I'm Coming Home." We need to oh, do, yeah, yeah, we, we do We need to we we do, do that. We need to do that for Mark Jackson yeah, also, yeah. man. That's that awful.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> video edit Mello's, Mello's uh, picture out of there. For yeah. Mark Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're, so wrong, Ryan. Ryan, 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 Ryan. you're so
1: mean, right? Damn. <laughs> hey, I, I ain't saying all, all that. That's you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I meant create a whole new video for oh, my Jackson. Okay, okay. <laughs> it just used the same music. I'm knew, coming home. Oh, okay. Oh, okay yeah. Right. You can save
0: time that way. Whatever.
1: I, uh, yeah, you know, I I still got respect for Melo. I mean, I do, I do. You, you know, he he um he um he accepted his role in OKC and he's playing that third wheel. You know, to K to um I I almost said Katie um to Westbrook and Paul George. So you know, Melo Melo's growing. He's maturing.
0: Yeah, no, I, oh yeah, I, you know, I was probably I was one of the big Melo guys here when he was here. I'm just this is just jokes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is <really> just jokes. <laughs> If I saw
1: Melo, I'd be like, yo, Melo, Melo. Exactly, yo. Like, yo. like, yo, come back to the Knicks, Melo. Come back to the Knicks. I'll, maybe, I don't know right now, though. Well, know. You, you know, I take that back. You know, I just be like, hey, Melo, you know, glad to see you do good at OKC. Exactly, get your ring, man. Yeah, well, word, word, word. Yeah, get you know, if, if you do come back to the Knicks, you're going to probably have to come off the bench, but that's another, you Yeah. Know. <laughs> that's that's, that's another to topic man, for another man, day. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you just love Melo, bro, man, Oh, oh man. man! Oh
2: God!
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> we we, we talk about our coaches. What about Frank? What about Vogel from Orlando? No. He, no. You no. Think about it. I mean, no. Little, I mean, the, he has ties to Scott Perry and everybody, maybe best buds. And, no. You know, Orlando fans they they feel like he never got a fair shake because he, he never had well, a
1: team. Well, you can keep they can keep his ass in Orlando because I don't <laughs> want him in New York. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let let him get his nah. fair shake and all that, though. Damn, yeah, I
0: try to play that devil's advocate. I played that devil's advocate role so bad just now. I'm trying to think of a point. I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's let's skip and pass on that, please. Yes, let's just do that. Yeah, but
0: beware, Scott Perry. Don't pick vocal. Please, no. No. Yeah, yeah. Dodge that. Dodge yeah. that. Yeah. Like, vocal bullet. Word. Oh, okay. I mean, whew. So we talked about okay. You know what? Too when we talk about point guards, we can you talk about Trey Burke, and maybe we should draft the point guard. We really, we really, what we're really talking about is our complete team, man. Like when K, KP, it would be nice to have somebody like that to to pair with KP. When I see somebody like that, I mean like a, a, a whoever we pick, McCall, mm-hmm. uh, even Trey Burke. I want to see Trey Burke. With KP for a full season. With KP being very being aggressive, finding KP in the spots, and both of them being able to take a takeover game and not really being able to cheat off of somebody because somebody's going to be an threat in mm-hmm. the guard position or that power force in the position. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But what I'm also looking forward to is um to see what really happens to KP this season because you know what? um Have you read. A doctors oh, yeah. come out and said some things about KP.
1: Yeah. Um. It's it's definitely comeback to season for KP right now. Definitely comebacks. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yo, KP. You thought you saw. You thought you saw workout videos last season. You're gonna see some this season. Yeah. KP's already working out and looking a little bit, a little bit swole, a little
1: bit. Yup.
0: And you know what? The good thing, if there is a silver lining for being injured, it is that KP. Has the time to actually work on his body without um, playing ball, so he'd be able to bulk up mm-hmm. faster. Yes, and just strictly, strictly concentrate on working on his body.
1: Most definitely.
0: And you know what? We have a a, a doctor just recently came out. The guy who was um, training him.
1: Yeah, Yo, you got the name of the doctor. You got pull up the article.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to pull up this article real quick. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah. But uh, basically, the doctor said that KP will be back
1: stronger. Than ever.
0: Than ever. But that's, you know, we've heard that before, right? You know? Yeah. But it's, 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 here's the thing, though, with the doctor. The doctor also said that he'll be able to bring KP back for the season yeah, opener.
1: Yeah, when originally he was diagnosed to be out for 10 months and coming back in December.
0: Word. And I, how do you feel like, you know what me Read. Yeah, the other, we, yeah, let's read the quote. <clears throat> the doctor says, "Um, despite the talk, the sky is falling. He'll never be the same." That's a bunch of horse
2: shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is, is, is Doctor Coker's speaking yes. this is what he told the post in York post he said KP will be better than ever he's going to blow people away uh oh if you're around people who know what they're doing like oh, me yep. this is implying exactly Do you <laughs> <ACL> <laughs> tests, y'all don't know she yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I know what I'm doing
1: exactly <laughs>
0: So, he said, if you're around people who know what they're doing, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. It's the end of the world if you're with the wrong people around you. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Um, This guy, he has a doctor. He specializes in performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in charge of strengthening KP's frame. Yes. Everything, you know, everything but his damage left. And he's in charge of that. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to help him bulk up. And he's going to deal with this ACL, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to develop his base, and he's going to start by establishing a power base, um, getting his, his balance back, and his flexibility back, and working with some other ACL guys who's going to help bring himself together, and he's going to work on bulking him up. Mm-hmm. And even working
1: on his upper body. Now, have you seen pictures of KP recently? He's been he's been working out. He's
0: already he's already looks like he's putting on a little bit weight.
1: And not not just that. I mean, my man's already taking. My man's already shooting jumpers. He's already
0: shooting in the (laughs) gym.
1: (laughs) I'm like, yo, this man must really be the lizard because I'm like, yo, this dude's recovery time is quick as hell. Yeah, man,
0: that lizard emoji has to go up for real, for real. Word. And KP has been focused, man. He, I felt like he was man shout out to all the other Knicks pages on instagram like this dude um kp unfollowed him mhm and he's like a, a kp fan page and he was like hurt he uh, was like i i i i get it man i'm like damn yo you lose kp as a follower that kind of sucks that's yeah. like, damn <laughs> and you a kp fan page damn uh, bro ah man that's like kiss of death but i guess kp is really just trying to focus in he po i think he's probably only following family members and stuff right mm-hmm. now but um but, yeah, man, KP's really focused in. But do you really think this guy's going to end up having him here that
1: early? Well, first of all, before I um say my opinion, I think we need shot fired for this doctor because this doctor low-key disrespected a lot of doctors out there by saying, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, man. It, it, it's not the end of the world if you're with somebody who knows what they're doing like me. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to do that first and foremost. But, um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Another more yeah. Sense, more, sense. more fire. Yeah. Exactly. But um, <laughs> well, I'm not familiar with this doctor, so I don't know his work. But I think they said he's worked with like other high profile athletes.
0: See, here's his
1: here's, here's, here's the thing about the other high
0: profile athletes. Like, the scale mm-hmm. is 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 a little weird because he's like he's like oh he's worked with Shaq. yeah and you're like woo.
1: Oh Shaq D's.
0: Shaq D's, all right. Shaq D's has a lot of power. Yeah, he's been a league for a very, very long time, longer mm. than anybody's ever thought he would be, is considering his size. True that. But and, but then he also said he's working with Allen Houston. Uh. Well.
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> Allen, how them knees doing? <laughs> If you ever look at this, is
0: just a joke. Actually, Allen Houston is one of my favorite players. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we love you. We love you, Allen Houston. But, you
0: know, he was going too soon, bro. Yeah. He was going way too soon. We really wanted you here longer. So, if he's the to named Shaq, who's been here for, like, mad long. And then Allen Houston, the, yeah. the scale is wide open. <laughs> that is, like, what? That's, like, a billion to Z. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to hope that, you know, his work leans more towards Shaq than Allen yeah. Houston. <laughs> word,
0: word. That's one thing. The other thing is the eye test because if you look at the picture of this dude, Mm -hmm.
1: he's brolic, bro,
0: (laughs) bro, bro, man, listen, yo, I, he, he, man, his bicep has a bicep and that bicep also has another bicep. I
2: was
0: like, yo, this guy's arm is bigger than my thigh, man. Your word. So I don't know if anybody can bulk. Maybe he knows the secret.
1: Yeah. He does know the secret sauce.
0: Exactly, but you know, you know, different body types. Though there's exomorph, and endomorph, and all these other types of morphs that kind of determines how much body you can bulk. But well, I'm pretty sure he knows that. Yeah. And for the guy, for those who don't know what that means, um, that's you know, it was a, I, I'm getting what do you know what that means? I feel like what, endomorph. And endomorph. All that stuff? I feel like KP is like an endomorph, which is like a skinnier frame, mm-hmm. harder for them to kind of maintain weight. They lose weight really fast. And for them to gain weight, they have to eat a lot of, like, protein and carbs in general to just kind of maintain it. Mm-hmm. Uh My type of, uh, you know, the, what's the exomorph? If I eat if, if if, a sandwich?
1: If, if, if you're going to bring these scientific returns, I think we need our own resident scientists yeah, here because I'm... I'm, 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 I'm spin remember. off the cuff.
0: I'm spinning off the cuff. Don't don't Google me. I mean, you, you can Google it to <laughs> yeah. make sure it's right. Or I'm, I'm going off a of, of memory. All right. People like me, if I eat a sandwich, mm-hmm. I gain 20 pounds. Damn.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it all depends. But you know what? If that, that guy looks big, I mean, he might be able to actually help him. Who knows? Yeah. But do you think he's going to be here before October, though?
1: I mean, according to what I'm seeing from KP so far, like it does seem like the healing process is going faster than it should. So I'm not, I'm not leaving it. I'm not leaving it out of the equation. Like he, he, he might actually be back before the season opener. If
0: I'm the Knicks, though, even if he's dunking, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, know I sit out another week. Like, <laughs> yeah, <if> you, <laughs> I'm still scared,
3: man.
1: The thing is, I wouldn't push him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know what? We're gonna keep you on like a minute restriction. Most definitely. You know, and then like build you up a bit. Then when you get more into playing shape, then we're gonna increase your minutes little by little. Like that's what I would do with KP if um, you know, if he's good to go at the season opener.
0: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But uh, it was fun to see. It was it was it gave me a little spirits because you, you saw KP speak to the, the press before say he's feeling wild, feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I kind of when I saw him say that to the press, that game where I think Ko gave him like a, a hi, like a high five or whatever. Like, I, I was like, a tear was in my eye a little bit. I was just like, damn, man, that's, that's the GOAT, man. He's coming back. And I feel, I felt, I feel proud. Like, he's working hard. He's coming back for the team. Yeah. Like, excited.
1: Word, word, word. Well, yeah.
0: All right, so we talk about the next. Now, maybe we can get into these games right now. Okay,
1: true, true, true.
0: Uh the first, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to breeze through a, a couple of these, because a couple of these is like, Lord. But, um. All right, so which game
1: are you going to talk about first? I mean, we.
0: I'm gonna just acknowledge that we are in a tank race, right? Um, with the Bulls, the Bulls. We supposed to talk about this this Bulls game. The Knicks played the Bulls. Yes, yes. At the time, I think the Bulls is beating us by like maybe a game. Yeah. When I say beating us, I mean they're <laughs> ahead of us in the draft yeah, lottery standings.
1: Yeah, tank tank um less tank, tank, tank thong. yeah tank standings
0: right. So if we lost this game to the Bulls, I think we'd have been I don't remember what, I don't um, you know what I don't remember. I think we'd have been tied. You you might have been tied or ahead
1: of them. Yeah, either or.
0: So yeah, run running these Bulls stats.
1: Well, as you know, the next one, so I will not be discussing any bull stats whatsoever. The okay. next one, went on one ten ninety two. Yes.
0: Right, you, depending on what side of the fence you are. You might be happy that we won, or you might be, what the hell? Why yeah. did we win this game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, bruh, why do we play our Saturday Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Tim Hardaway Jr. led the way 22 points. Okay. Plus 18 when he was on the floor.
0: Okay, and again, that could, that could be good for us, or if you want us to tank.
1: Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> then we got MVBs contributed with 17.6 rebounds.
0: Uh, 17.63 rounds uh, plus, and, and you know what Um, Edson's not here so MVBs
1: MVBs MVBs <laughs> <laughs> and he had plus 19 when he was on the court alright alright then we had your main man Troy Williams come off the bench and contribute with 11.7 rebounds Two blocks. Oh, excuse me. I like Troy, man. First Troy, Troy. The second
0: blackest.
1: The
0: first second blackest name in the NBA, Troy Williams. <laughs> he 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 he's he's turning things around for us, man. Not turning things around. He's turning things around for his career. He's you no, know he's not turning things around for his career. I'm sorry, it's mad late. It's almost midnight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is making a name for himself on this team. I like the way he plays defense. Um, he doesn't play perfectly. Mm-hmm. He, like, he has some some lapses where he doesn't
1: really, he loses his
0: man sometimes, but he often pushes the pace and plays the passing lanes pretty well.
1: You know, so I want to shout out Enos Kanter, 10 points, 13 rebounds, another double-double. You know, listen, man, Robin Lopez is the Enos Kanter stopper.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He is, like, Every time he sees oh. Robin
0: Lopez, Robin Lopez is in the business. He can't do nothing against <laughs> Robin Lopez. That guy is just too big for him. Word. But uh, you know what? He took advantage of him not being there, so
1: good for him. Yeah, so I'm gonna get into the team stats right quick. Okay. The Knicks held the Bulls at 35.9 percent shooting from the field. All right, 10 percent from three point range. The Bulls only made three of 33s. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks out rebounded the Bulls, 67 to 57. Yeah, cause you know, all right, Yeah, on, which which is understandable because there was yeah. no Robin Lopez. Yeah, there was no
0: Barbara Lopez, there was no Justin Holiday, yeah. there was no uh Levine, there was
1: nobody. The Bulls, they left <laughs>
0: them home, yo the, the Bulls left them home. They know how to tank rights. For word. <laughs> like, listen, man, don't even get on a plane.
1: Exactly,
0: <laughs> yo. <laughs> we run with the rooks. Yeah. yeah long story short, next thing we're supposed to do, man, um our Hardaway. Yo, to me, it seemed like Har- the way Harwood was playing, he- he- I felt like he's playing like, you know what, Bulls, I know we're supposed to win, and you guys are beneath me. I kind of felt like he was playing like that, yo. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah, I hit a three, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, But what I'm really looking for is I'm looking at Beasley, because Beasley. Beasley has complained he's not beginning the ball. Mm-hmm. Recently, I feel like he's been in the ball a lot more. Finding him- the guards have been finding him in his spots, Moody and Burke. Yeah. And not only that, I feel like. He is playing defense more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened, but I feel like Jeff had a talk with him. Because I feel like there was a stretch when KP went down where he wasn't kind of playing defense like he was in the beginning of the season. Um right now though, it seems like he's getting a lot of blocks. I don't know if you have do you have any blocks? This block count that game?
1: What for Tim Hardaway Jr.? No, not no, for um I'm sorry, Michael Beasley. Oh, Michael Beasley? Let's see, MVBs had no blocks against no the Bulls. No blocks boys. that game? Okay. Yeah.
0: I I feel like the Gay had a bunch of blocks, too. But I feel like he's been playing Um, this help defense. I think his help defense has been a lot better mm-hmm. over the past week and a half. And if he played a better high. Uh, yo, it's funny because if he played that type of defense, he'd be a starter in his league. If he played that, that defense consistently, yeah, he'd be a starter in his league. So I'm going to need more of that from you. And we'll see what the Knicks do with him next year.
1: I mean, I hope the Knicks will sign him, but we'll see.
0: Um, you know what? Eh, Troy Williams. I don't think really Frank. Did Frank have a decent game that game?
1: Let's get the Frank stats right quick. Frank played 24 minutes. He had 8 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. A decent game. <laughs> Shot 3 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. So it was decent.
0: Mm-hmm. Two or eight from the field, and two or five from free. Oh, you know what? I'm starting to remember now. I was mad at Jeff this game mm-hmm. because this game, I started to see, I started to see Frank shoot kind of contested shots. He didn't wait for it to completely by wide open. Um, he was actually being pretty aggressive, going to the hole, and he's shooting de- decently. And for some reason, he only got twenty minutes, and I was scratching my head. And I was just like, "Yo, Jeff, he's actually, you know, being aggressive." Yeah. This is the most aggressive I've seen all year. He's he's getting he's getting it together. Like, uh, he's starting to stop doing. He had this annoying habit of going to the hole and passing. Yeah. Even when he was open, I feel like he stopped doing that. I haven't sent. Um. And he and he he's just being more aggressive in general, and I feel like Jeff didn't reward him. Yeah. So, I felt like Frank could have had a better game that game, but th- the the coach stopped him. Not necessarily Frank. And that's all I have to say about that game. <laughs> 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 the Heat game, I'm not even going to get into that, yo. Yeah I, mean,
1: yeah, I mean, Knicks got smacked. I mean, 1998 <laughs> All I want to
0: say is the Knicks got smitted act. Uh, I know Frank had a really bad game. The whole team had a bad game. Mm-hmm. The... They hate pretty much we need players on this team who can make multiple efforts on defense. Um uh, protect the guy, help the helper pretty much. One guy helps, cool. But you can't once one guy helps and they beat that guy, somebody else has to rotate right behind him and have that man's back. And I feel like a lot of the times we don't Knicks don't help the helper and that's where we got you know, we got beat up. You know what I'm saying? He was really good at a pass, 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 and a pass again. Mm-hmm. And we need to keep, you know, keep consistent with the defense and rotate and rotate and keep rotating. And watch those cutters, man. We got beat a lot of times because that third or fourth guy cut at the last second and scored 23 seconds into the 24-second shot clock.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all, that's all I'm going to say about that game. Yeah, Knicks got smacked. Let's move on. Um, Are we going to discuss the Minnesota Timberwolves and the New York Knicks? We can discuss that, yes.
0: We have to discuss that actually.
1: All right, well, uh, the Knicks lost that game 108 104. So, as you all know, when the Knicks lose, I can say the visitors' or I should say the other team's stats,
3: right? Unless yeah. I
0: actually request it.
1: Nah, I, I say, I say, regardless, but um, no, 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 but this is some stats I need you to read from that game, and I'm gonna tell you why. But go ahead, go ahead. I... First, um, Carl Anthony Towns. He Mm -hmm. had twenty-four points, thirteen rebounds, three assists. Todd Gibson, eighteen points, seven rebounds. And um, I think I I can't pronounce his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Seventeen points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block. (sighs) Then you have Wiggins. 17 points, 11 rebounds. E Bruh. Monster game. Yeah, man. Then we have um, Jeff Teague contributed with 10 points, 8 assists. Oh. As y'all know, Jamal Crawford, former Nick Great.
0: Yeah, LA's dance instructor who used to be on the New York
1: Knicks. 13 points, 3 assists. Now I'm going to get to the Knicks stats. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. career high, yes, thirty-nine points, three assists.
0: That's why you had to mention it? You had to.
1: Exactly, and then you had your man Trey. Oh, i missed missing still your minutes, Burke. Fifteen points, nine assists off the bench. Woo! This is loud
0: bird talked that I talked about earlier. I'm, really? I'm, I'm, yeah, we're going to talk about that.
1: Then we have Frank Nitty. Yes. 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. Okay, Frank, I see you. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Frank, get it in. Wait, 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 hold up. He took 12 shots, 5 of 12 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3? Yep, 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 yep.
0: Frank being aggressive.
1: Okay, Frank, I see you. And then, of course, Enos to the double-double machine, 11 yeah, points, 15 what rebounds. What yeah, that's
0: what he does. Dude. Exactly. He's a reliable.
1: Now I'm going to get into the team stats. Mm-hmm. This game was pretty much even all over. For the most part, I think where the Timberwolves got their advantage by looking at statistically is the fast break points. Minnesota got 23 points off of Knicks' turnovers while the Knicks only got 13 off of Minnesota's turnovers. Yeah, That's you, the main difference right there. Yeah, you know we can't keep up with.
0: It. We suck at transition defense in general. We you often get lost in finding shooters and and people in transition. But um No, i side said I want you to read.
3: Mm-hmm. You
1: know you had the minutes. The minutes of hope specifically. Emmanuel Mudiay. Moutier played five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want to read the stat
3: line, though? Go ahead.
1: No points. One assist. No rebounds. Zero of one from the field. Negative eight. Plus (laughs) minus.
0: (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to applaud somebody. Mm -hmm. Jeff Hornacek. And this is why, two reasons: Branching Moody, of course, Mm -hmm. and playing Frank and Trey Burke. Good job. Good job. Because I know a lot of Knicks fans. I mean, people like, yo, I think Trey's the best, best guard on the team um, as of right now. Uh, And Frank, he he actually played him, man. He played him. Frank he awarded he awarded Frank's aggression. I felt like. That game versus the Bulls, the most aggressive I've seen, Frank, and he wasn't rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. And then he was actually rewarded this game, so I'm happy that happened. And you know what? Moody was thinking it up. He was. He, he did some nice things. He like he had like a nice little pass in the beginning of the five minutes. But listen, man. Jeff T was carving this man up like a Thanksgiving turkey. Woo! Like, seriously, yo. It was too easy. Way too easy. Pick and roll. Listen, all it was was pick and roll, uh, Burke. I mean, pick and roll. I'm sorry, this is midnight, guys. It was a pick <laughs> and roll, Teague and Towns every single time. Moutier could not stop it, and didn't mm-hmm. look like he was playing that hard to try to stop it. Mm-hmm. Frank Nulakina, when he got in the game, he was trying to like disrupt the pass. He was trying He even if he got picked off, he tried to recover. So it felt like when Moutier gets picked, it's just over. It's just. Mm-hmm. And then Tra- Burke gets in there and he really like, he bothered Burke. Mm-hmm. I mean, he bothered um, Teague. Teague bothered Teague a lot on that pick and roll defense. He started to notice that Teague started to miss once Burke got the pressure on there. So I was like, I'm sitting here like to myself, like self, yes, yeah, self. You see what's going on? Yeah, I see what's going on. Like this guy, Burke, he's just putting the pressure on him so much that it's disrupting the whole. Offensive flow, the Knicks actually had a fighting chance. And not only that, mm-hmm. he was running the offense and scoring. Yeah. And you start to look at Moutier like, what are you there for? You start to think that. like.
1: <laughs> M- matter of fact, man, like the way I've seen Moutier play lately, lately, like he's made me have to ask whose man's is this, honestly. Is this, <laughs> honestly, because I'm like, when Moutier came, like when he first came, like, he showed so much promise, like that. I I remember that first game, he balled, and then it's like he's been just he's just been slipping lately. And it's like, yo, if that player starts to slip, you gotta you gotta give him a wake up call.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what I'm and this is and that's what I'm gonna pull it in Jeff. I wish he really did this sooner, but I felt like you have I had I had this whole speech about accountability last week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Jeff gets in these modes when he has like a teacher's pet. And he doesn't hold them accountable. It happened with Beasley. It's first, it's funny because it happened with Beasley because at first Beasley wasn't the pet. Mm-hmm. He was just like a whatever dude. <laughs> and then he became the pet later. Yeah. And it was like he went from we went one stream to another with Beasley, where he didn't really. I feel like he really didn't cost him minutes for not playing well. Mm-hmm. And same thing happened with Jack, and he kind of gave Moody a free reign to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And he didn't ever man them from playing defense. And now, like, I'm reading quotes where Jeff said after the game that he needs to play defense. I need, I'm need i trying to get him to play defense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it worked because Moody played great the next game.
1: Yeah. Shuffle those feet, Moody, eh?
0: But you got to hold people accountable.
1: Yeah, you got to.
0: And I felt like the same thing happened with he was holding. I think he's holding Beasley accountable more now too. Cause I see him playing a whole lot more better defense. Yeah, I don't think it's coincidence that the last three or four games, with with the ex- exception of the Miami game, mm-hmm. we haven't had bad third quarters.
1: That is true. That is true.
0: Something changed. So you know what? Thank you, Jeff, for finally doing that. I'm not. Who knows what's going to happen next year if you have still have your job, but.
1: We still need him to be out though. I'm, yeah, just, keeping, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real.
0: But I like that Trey Burke was pressuring, pressuring uh the Timberwolves and submission. I like that Ennis Canton was battling with, with Cat Williams and he had some really good defensive. <laughs> Did, you yeah, him, good... Did
1: you just call it? Did you just call it Cat Williams? I mean Cat Williams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean that's actually a low key good, good Cat Williams. Man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh he has some good and bad defensive moments, um, Cantor. But uh and I also liked what Frank did. Uh, oh man. And it's crazy because let's see, what do I have on my nose? Frank played thirty seven minutes which was his career high. Mm-hmm. And he also had another four point play that game.
1: Oh boy. Four
0: point Frank in effect.
1: Okay, Frank, we see you. <laughs> also, also, let's throw in there that, you know, Frank did play 37 minutes, but let's also, throw, let's also throw in that Burke played 31. Exactly. Yeah, so he played both of them like a, a huge chunk of time oh, that A huge game. chunk
0: of time. And not only that, he did what you said earlier where he, where he actually sat Burke towards the end of the third quarter and mm-hmm. had Frank run the point guard spot as the lead guard yeah. from the third to the fourth quarter. And I actually saw Frank Chuck. And i do not even saying Chuck. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I saw him being aggressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being jokey, but mm-hmm. like he, because every time he, Frank takes the ball over the timeline, mm-hmm. he passes it off to a, a forward and goes out the way. This time I saw him call for a pick. Mm-hmm. And then instead of like driving and then dishing off, he's, he, he, he he drove. Mm-hmm. He pulled up for a jumper. I was like, I was surprised. He missed the jumper.
1: Exactly. All but then right. he
0: missed it. He came back and did the same thing again. He shot it twice in a row. I was just like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> like like is this the same Frank? This is the same language? guy? What <laughs> is
0: happening? It's like that aggressive thing he was showing in the shooting guard's body, he was showing in the point guard spot. Yeah, body.
1: like did someone take off your body, my guy? Oh, body snatch for real. Good <laughs> word.
0: So uh, clapping up for Frankenberg for doing their thing. I mean we lost. That's the type of game like I like the way we lost. We lost, but you know mm-hmm.
1: It's like ex- it's kinda acceptable because it's like the Knicks played hard and they hung in there against, right. against a good Timberwolves team. So
0: exactly, and, tr- and also Troy Williams did his thing too, man. He mm-hmm. his, he, he, he needed to work on his three point shot, but he was very active, playing the pass lanes as usual. Yeah, and he he blew some assignments, but he also played hard, and he he forced the issue and he ran he, he ran that fast break like no one else could run it
1: and, and that, banged it exactly, and that's what you want from you know your young players, you know ability to run the fast break and get easy buckets.
0: Exactly. And you know what they they gave, they gave the game was close with with um at towards the end of the game it was close. Mhm. It was only down, like 4 points. Yeah. I, f- I just feel like um Frank and Frank and Burke uh they just ran out of steam pretty much. Yeah. And that brings us to the Wizards game?
1: Oh, the Wizards, which the Knicks actually won on the road in Washington, DC. You know I feel like I know that
0: Tim Hardaway Jr. had this game marked on his calendar.
1: Why, why would you say that?
0: Because, do you remember when um the Wizards were here last, Tim Hardaway Jr. scored like 36 points at the half?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I remember that or game. Or something like that. I oh, it was like yeah, 32? He was 30, 32, and then he scored like five in the second yeah, half. <laughs> man.
0: And they locked him down. And not only that, I feel like Beal was talking so much mm-hmm. shit that whole game that I just know the, the way Angry Grandpa slash Sam Hardaway Jr. is, mm-hmm. he had that game circled on. I know he did.
1: Yeah, but he ain't he, he ain't performed too well, though.
0: He didn't perform too well. He played really good defense on Bill though, because Bill really didn't do nothing mm-hmm. that whole game.
1: Matter of fact, after I read the stats, I do want to say something about that defense, though, late in the game, because I did catch it late. Mm. Yeah. But um, I'm just going to say the stats right quick. Okay. Your man, Trey, Mr. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Still Your Minutes, Burke, led the way with 19 points, 3 assists, 3 steals. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we had Courtney Lee off the bench. 13 points, 3 assists, 2 steals. Haven't heard that name in a while.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Jeff decided to give me some burning because he really hasn't really been playing that much.
1: Yeah, you, how do you, man? MVBs. 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 MV. 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 12 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. Okay, oh. Bs. Last in the yeah. Right.
0: Cause we really need, we really need with K P out, we need somebody to patrol,
1: man. Exactly. Um, Mudier off the bench had eleven point seven assists. Okay, Mudier six rebounds. Damn near triple. Flirting. Then we had um Tim Hardaway Jr. eleven points, four rebounds, three assists, three steals. Oh, Timmy had three steals.
0: Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying, yo. Tim okay, was, Tim was doing his thing. man. He's on the defensive end.
1: Okay, Timmy. Again, Enos Kanter, the double-double machine, 10 points, 11 rebounds.
0: Yeah, man. Mr. consistent.
1: Exactly. We had a Luke Cornett siding, 10 points, 4 assists, 3 yeah. rebounds, 1 block.
0: Yeah. corn.
1: Yes, and we, had, <laughs> and we had Troy Williams siding, too, 10 points off the bench.
0: That was a great team win.
1: Matter of fact, the Knicks had eight players in double figures. Yeah,
0: man. Just spread the love. <laughs> NDBs talked about spreading the ball movement around, and they did it, man.
1: Most definitely. And this is a stat I want to um, point to in this um Knicks and Wizards game. The reason why the Knicks probably won this game, those fast break points. 23 fast break points for the Knicks compared to 13 for the Wizards, and they held the Wizards... The thirty-one point six percent shooting from
2: the
0: three. Listen, man. Aquino, you didn't say mention his name this game. hmm Cause he didn't really shoot
1: well. Nah.
0: But the team defense was really on point. So was Hardaways, so was Lance Thomas. Um so was Trey Burks. The whole team, Troy Williams, um, even his cancer, mm-hmm. um, even Beasley. Like, it was the team effort. Like, the rotations are pretty good. They closed down on the shooters for the most part. Um They, this is the type of game that's I is, this is, I don't mind winning. Listen, I don't mind winning these games. At this point, I feel like the Knicks are locked into the ninth spot. I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to catch Sacramento or the Bulls. And uh, I don't feel like we're going to slide mm-hmm. to be 10th because of the Lakers. I feel like we're just locked in on ninth. We have like 10, nine games left. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. We're going to win that game here and there. And it's good to kind of build something for next season and help, you know, build some of these players' confidence, man. Let them know that some of these good habits are going to pay off into mm-hmm. wins. And then when you incorporate somebody like KP later on, it's going to be good for all of us.
1: Yeah, most, most definitely. And also, I want to shout out um, Trey Burke in this game because um I saw him make a couple of defensive stops late in the game that helped win the game for the Knicks, especially on Bradley Beal. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I think one play late in the game, Bradley Beal drove to the hoop, and Burke was on him. And Burke pretty much made it difficult for Beal going up, and Beal missed a a shot. And I think Burke made another defensive stop, too, in the game. Like, he made two. All I know is that he made two defensive stops late. I can't remember the player specifically, Mm -hmm. but I know one was definitely on Bradley Beal. And I do want to shout out Burke for that, because... It just shows his grit and determination on the defensive end, especially when, there's the, when the Knicks have a game on the line.
0: Well, I've, I've read that somewhere that he said he wanted to shed that defensive uh, liability uh, mark on his head, and he's worked dil- diligently to actually get rid of that. So thank you, Burke, for doing that. And you, you, Keep going, man. Keep, keep going, man. You, you'll be all right.
1: Yes, yes. And, and since I shout out Trey Burke, I just want to do an honorary... Um, you know, oh, I'm missing still your minutes. Just wanna, you know, since I shot oh, them out. Oh <laughs>
2: man! <laughs>
0: Gunshots for that. Yes. yes, yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we got oopics
2: and bro picks. In.
1: Oh, the Ooh, well, well, I do got one pick. Oh. Okay. The game against the Timberwolves. Okay. I saw Tim Hardaway Jr. went into his bag. Oh, he's a <laughs> big.
0: He got my big Oh, my fault, ah, go go my go ahead. So, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: But, um, ah, well, who was guarding him? I think, it was it Crawford? Yeah, it
0: was Crawford. That was like, yeah. Ah,
1: and, and, and the fact he went into his bag against Crawford, who who, who always goes into his, his bag. Yo. That no. makes it even more like, great. <laughs> you,
0: you see, you even, you see, Scorpio Minds think alike. Because he took my whole take <laughs> and everything on it. Yeah. Because, because that, it's funny, cause okay, I guess it's gonna be a group pick.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it, it's, it's gonna be a group ooh. It's a group ooh, it's a community ooh, as
0: Edson likes to say. Yeah. But the move, how the move goes down, is like it's like almost like a fast break. Uh, uh, uh Tim Hardaway Jr. is drifting right. Mm-hmm. He kind of slows down and he pulls a Crawford move on him. Yup. It's a this is a move that Crawford always does. Yup. Between the legs, behind the back. He slows down to the between the legs. A, a, like kind of like behind the back kind of crossover, and mm-hmm. when I say when I say crossover, I mean there's two ways to do behind the back, right? There's mm-hmm. a standstill behind the back when you don't go anywhere, yeah, then and then behind can. the back when you kind of hop.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is what he did. Yeah, and then he did he, then he did that extra like side step yeah, to create space exactly. and knock down the jumper.
0: And knock down the jumper. Oh, nice yeah. little fadeaway hop step yep. jumper. Ooh, it was ooh.
1: And he pulled that against a guy who who is always going in his bag, word. always. In New York, word. I'm the king in New York. now.
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was yeah, there. I was giving you. You know, what? I'm also gonna give a ooh for uh to my guy. I think it was against Crawford too. Oh,
1: oh man, Crawford getting yeah, man. Uh, you see, Crawford, that's what you get, man. You going to your back too much, man. Yeah, man. People so my... are going in their back against you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
0: yeah, man. Uh... Ooh, I, I think Trey. Uh, I, th- I think what happened was Trey was penetrating,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so Frank in the corner open for three passes to Frank. I think Crawford tries to close out, mm-hmm. hits F- Lakina's foot, Tr- Tr- fouls LaQuina. Lakina hits the and one for the four point play. Mister four point Frank. Oh Two yeah, four point plays in the year. That's what's up.
1: Oh, we may, we might, we might, we might have to call him Mister Four Point Play soon. Yeah,
0: Mister Four Point Frank, man, that's yep. his name right there. That's one of them. <laughs> one
1: <laughs> French Prince Frank Nitty. Now we got Mister Four yeah. Point Play and the
0: franchise too.
1: Oh, the one. franchise. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot, about that, yeah, yeah, I forgot gotta, about that one. Yeah, forgot about that one. Yo, this man.
0: You list, <laughs> Shout out to that ooh man. man yeah, This You can do another ooh too really because we this game today. Mm-hmm. There was a pivotal play where um Trey Burke had the ball. It was like, I don't know how, it was like fourth quarter, like 40 seconds left or something, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And then we had a timeout left and, you know, Trey Burke kind of like does like a little pause dribble. And it's like, nope, no timeout. I'm taking it to the hole. Mm -hmm. Goes to the hole, kind of gets hit, floats it up in the air, gets an N1.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, I remember that play. I think it was Kelly Oubre who hit him too and... He just floated up and it went in. Yeah,
0: and it's like, man, it's nice to have a point guard who can penetrate. Yep. And make his own play and call his own number sometimes. True that. And it worked. And he said the teammates
1: teammates trusted him to attack the scenes when he can, and Mm -hmm. that's what happened. Yes, yes, yes. And again, honorary. Oh, I'm missing still your minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Celebration gunshot for Trey
0: Burke. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And now we got
0: the, your other favorite part of the section of the show.
1: The uh, bro picks. Oh, Bruh. there's a whole lot of bro picks. Bruh. Oh, I don't have
0: any, so you can go to town.
1: First of all, the first bro pick goes to Jordan Clarkson. Because um, apparently he was on a podcast. And you know, like how Kyrie made comments about, you know, the earth being flat and everybody getting on Kyrie for that. You're right, right. Your man, Jordan Clarkson, said... He thinks, you know, when dinosaurs existed, oh, I saw that, <laughs> <laughs> that. you know, that there were giant people back in the day, and they had dinosaurs as pets. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Jordan Clarkson, but um, uh... mean...
0: no, I can't, I can't. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to find a loophole, bro. Bruh so bruh.
1: my other um, bro pick goes to um Kelly Olenek in that Nixon Heat game there was a there was a play in the game where he caught the ball off the pass then he fell and lost the ball and then it resulted in a turnover where A fed Cantor for a no look pass for the easy layup oh, man. I, I don't know if you saw that play but um it looked pretty embarrassing for Kelly Olenek yikes
2: <laughs> bruh <laughs>
1: yeah and um bruh oh yeah and then there was a play, um, Brooklyn Payne Jobs. Oh, Brooklyn Paint
0: jobs. Oh, yeah, I'm getting the bro early. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: it, it was actually against the Hornets though, but um Karis LeVert on um the on ho- on um the Nets, he crossed up Graham and made this guy almost pretty much fall face first on the ground off the cross. Oh <laughs> that crossover bro? Yeah. Oh, no. But the why it's a double bro. Bruh. after after doing that cross, my man missed the three.
3: Oh. is
0: that a breath i missing the three
1: yes cause you're supposed to finish that like my oh. man my, my, my man crossed this player up on the Hornets and made this guy almost go face first into the ground that's crazy <laughs> here's the thing I really don't
0: agree with that mm-hmm. but because it's the Nets
3: mm-hmm. bruh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> broken paint jobs yes I still hate you.
1: I, you I don't know if you saw this play but this was Nuggets the Bulls against the Nuggets the Nuggets were smacking the Bulls and there was a play in the fourth quarter where they had both teams had their you know the garbage time players on the court and when, and Beasley, we're not talking about MVBs, another Beasley. another Beasley yeah on the Nuggets and he inbounded the ball to a player on the Nuggets named Craig. I don't know whose man is this. I don't know okay. these players all right, all right. but Craig bounced the bounce passes it back to Beasley, who could not handle the ball and as he was trying to handle the trying to get a handle on the ball, he falls face first. Into the floor and the ball goes out of bounds. Awful. Oh
2: man! Hit <laughs> the fl- bruh. Man. <laughs> Oh, <bruh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it,
0: full face though.
1: Full face into the floor,
0: With yo. The ball that ah, oh. uh,
1: and the ball went out of bounds. him. <laughs>
0: yo, actually, I got a bruh today. Actually, I got a bra I just realized. Oh, word. Yes, Moody, Moody, man. Moody, after this is a good game. Uh huh. Moody goes to the hole. I don't know. He always finds a way to fall, man. He I don't know is it magnets <laughs> in his face
3: <laughs>
0: and on the floor at the same time. Yeah. But he goes at all. He trips. He falls to the ground, and then after he hits the ball, the ground, the ball,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, felt disrespected uh, <laughs> and lands on him.
1: Uh, <laughs> bruh. And, oh, and man. I mean,
0: I mean, I guess it wasn't his fault, but it was just funny. The ball landed on him after he got hurt. It's like insult yeah. the injury. It's
1: like it's just embarrassing. <laughs> it was just bad. He had to see it. Yeah, just... Moody just had a bad week, man. <laughs> I mean, he actually played good that game, but yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Whatever. It, it... And also, um, um, another bro goes to Austin Rivers. Okay. Against the against the Bucks, the game was over. Clippers won. Mm-hmm. My man goes to shake the referee's hand. The referee ignores him twice, when Austin Rivers went to shake the referee's hand. Oh <laughs>
0: man! Oh. Oh. I mean, he's Austin Rivers. I mean,
1: ah, uh, I guess, I guess having your father being Doc Rivers doesn't do he's much tainted, for you. He's tainted, man. He has a scarlet <laughs> letter on him, man. I know, it's, man. He's
0: just, uh, he's just gonna have to fight. Yeah, he's gonna have to prove himself, man. Even he, he has to be MVP. Word <laughs>
1: <laughs> to, to get that stigma off of him. Exactly, yo. Oh, and my last bro pick goes to the Memphis Grizzlies because they got smacked one forty to seventy nine by the Hornets. You lost by sixty one points. That's Bruh.
0: insane. Bruh. Were you even trying?
1: Ah, that's why... The tank I g- is real. That's exactly, yo. <laughs> <The tank's laughs> <The> real, <laughs> the tank man. is real, It's there real, real. There's no way you can lose like that <laughs> on purpose. Exactly, yo. They had Cardiac camber drop 46 on them in three quarters.
0: That's crazy. I mean, I'm going to give
1: the Knicks a bro for losing to them earlier this season. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. For real, yo. And that's the end of my bro picks. Oh, man.
0: Okay, well, that's the end of that. Yep. So, um, this week... The Knicks play the Hornets, which is tomorrow, which is going to be actually a Monday, and it's just releases on Tuesday. Tuesday, we're playing the Hornets and the Sixers this week, mm-hmm. and we're also playing
1: the Pistons on
0: Saturday. So, I I know you have a, a statement pick, right, for the Statement Games people that were?
1: Yes, yes. I mean, if you haven't been listening to the last podcast, we are currently in a partnership with the Statement Games. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go to www.statementgames.com and play the games. They're fantasy games where you know they basically pick out statements. Where you basically pick out statements such as you know you think Michael Beasley will will rebound, will get over seven point five rebounds, or if you think Tim Hardaway Jr. will shoot, will um score more than nineteen point five points a game. You put in statements and you can win prizes and stuff like that if your statements actually hold to be true. Exactly.
0: And you get little yeah. gift cards and things like that nature.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like
0: hats from our guys and my
1: freaks. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um the game I'm going to um advise you on is the um Nixon Sixers. And my in, and in my opinion, it seems like Jeff Hornacek is leaning towards giving Trey Burke more minutes. And I've and I believe Trey Burke will keep his starting point guard position. Yes, sir. And he'll be playing 20-plus minutes. So I think Trey Burke will get over 5.5 assists against the Sixers.
2: Mm.
1: Also, I think Enos Cantor will probably get a lot of burn against the Sixers as well because of Joel Embiid being in the game. So I think Cantor will take the challenge... To Joel Embiid, right. and, and he'll get over 12.5 rebounds in the game.
0: He's had a big game rebounding game against the Sixers.
1: Yeah, already. So yeah, I, think, I think it's possible. That's yeah. a... So I think Cantor will repeat that performance and get over 12.5 rebounds. Cool, cool, cool. Yes.
0: That's it. You'll play that statement in games, man. It's a new way to play
1: fantasy. Yes, and it's remember. pretty fun and kind of addictive. Yes. And you and, can win stuff, so. <laughs> yeah. And remember www.statementgames.com. Word, word. Yeah. And you know what? Um,
0: yeah, that's it. We made it. Our full Scorpio episode is done in the books.
1: Exactly. We gotta give them the IGs though. Yeah, 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 man. So you can find me at
0: uh, J Ellis draws things. That's J E L L I S D R A W S T H I N G S. No dollar sign S.
1: Where can they find you? They can find me on IG at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N.
0: And you can find us on uh, Instagram at the Nick of Time Show. Yes. And um you can also find us online at thenick yeah,
1: Pretty much. Just search us. Go Google us. Google do your Googles. <laughs> <Hey, word. laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. That's it, man. Are right, we out? Peace. Peace
0: and
2: love out to where you from. What are the money when have Say again, Bright Lights, Big City Bright Lights, Big City Don't do what I'm supposed to do Represent from New York city crew Say again, Bright Lights, Big City Bright Lights, Big City New York, New York, Big City, your dreams I'm coming, coming, coming straight out New York, New York, Big City, your dreams N-N-N-N-Y-C